2: The the party. let's get to crazy Jimmy
3: Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star show bringing you the good times in music fashion pop culture and entertainment welcome everybody yay what's up I'm so excited <laughs> uh oh I hear music Chad yeah we okay yeah are you? I am absolutely peachy. Can you hear me? Yeah, you heard of a fade? Oh, okay. I've heard of a fade, yes. (laughs) Ah, yeah. It was a messed up one, though.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty bad. I'm going to work on my fades over the weekend.
4: Okay, good. I didn't say a word. Now he has to Thank introduce you, me before I can talk. So I have that's to right. Afternoon, him. <laughs>
3: so we want to welcome everybody to the Jimmy Star Show. And before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous Man About Town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell.
4: Yes, here I am for all of you, and to entertain you today.
3: <laughs> there you go. Then we got the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy, who's working on his fades. I'm working on my fades, people. What's up, chat room? And uh, I'm Jimmy Starr. We want to welcome everybody to the show. We got a great show. Let's give a shout out to everybody in the chat room. What's up, everybody? We got Croker the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ken Ken Pettigrew from the Ken Pettigrew Show, Monday through Thursday nights. KenPedigrew.com, 8 p.m. Pacific time. We have Hartley Mandel in there, who's going to be a guest on the show next week. Uh, Ginger Irish. Sherry Emily from True Ghost Stories on W4CY, Monday nights at 10. Rebel, everybody, uh, everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome. We got a great show. And we'll be
4: talking about the great weekend that we had in Rockville Center, Long Island, at the Macabre Festival. Macabre Fair Film Festival, yes, yes it, was, it was. Re- I had a, re- a lot of fun with those people. They're wild people. I've never met people like them in my life. <laughs> I know, I've seen them in, on, in the streets and on magazines. You know, people with horns and fangs and and things coming out of their ears and weird, weird people. <laughs> but they were really the nicest people in the world. Mm -hmm. Gentle, kind, sweet, friendly, very nice people. They just scare you to death. But if you get over the horror of what they look like, they're just people. And it was fun. And you guys oh, could yeah. check out Ron's Facebook page and
3: my Facebook page. Yeah. We put up a bunch of pictures or follow us on Instagram. It was a lot of fun.
4: And you know how fearful I am of bed bugs that I never stay in hotels? Well, there were two gigantic bed bugs walking up the railing. They were dummies, of course. So I took a great picture of my head between those two bed bugs screaming, Ah it was so apropos to my greatest fear in life, which are bed bugs. And right. and ticks. Now that we're in the woods, God, do we have ticks here? The ticks are flying all over the place. Do they really fly? Yeah, they, I think they, they jump and they mount onto deer and then they jump off the deer onto us. But anyway, you know, I don't like things like look like crabs. <laughs> well, they do. the the, the crabs. You know, they. I, I don't like crab. I've never gotten crabs, thank God. Friends of mine have, and I understand they're awful. But I don't like anything crawling on my body, sucking my blood. That's period. It. That's so you don't like vampires either. Well, if they existed, I'd be terrified of them, of course. <laughs> But we know that they're just in fun. And, and, fun. and the people at the Macabre Festival, they had absolute denture work done where they had fangs put in, like caps with long fangs. And I said, and you run around like that all the time? And I said, do you ever bite inside of your cheek? I'm forever biting my cheeks and I don't have fangs. And they said, no, we just bite into your neck. I thought, well, let we'll me a little therapy. They might file those fangs down. <laughs> but you know, hey, fun. listen, as they say in Brooklyn, sells each his own.
3: Hey, we had a good time, and there was Freddy Krueger there, and Elsie McCobb, yeah, and Adam Gillespie I Gisberg. love Freddy Krueger.
4: He is the greatest guy. I was ch- strangling him in one of the photographs. Freddy Krueger is great, and Ed, and I'm sorry, I forgot Ed's name. He's Edward not, X. Young, Ed, Mr. Ed, Hush, and Ed Emerging Young cast. is like, he's like the, the most famous, um, he's done 54 films in seven years. I got a call he's, coming in. Oh, good, we're going to take it. Wanna all take right, it? We'll, we'll come back and tell you guys yeah, about Yeah, we'll tell you
3: that.
1: all about Ed. There you go.
3: Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Jimmy. Is this Mr. Oscar Torre?
5: This is he. How are you?
3: I am fabulous. Welcome to the show. Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody. Starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell.
4: Hey, how are you? Um, Toro? Oscar. No, Toro. How are you? I like to do last names. I drive everybody nuts. El Toro is on the phone. El Toro. (laughs)
3: El Torre. El Torre. I like that. that,
4: that, that. That's what I tell my wife. (laughs) <laughs> the, the bull hung like a bull, I love it, it's great Jeez. El Toro, the bull is on the line Si, si, senor, go There we go Arriba, arriba Then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy Hey,
1: sorry about Ron, welcome to the show, Oscar
4: <laughs> don't, <laughs> Thank don't, you. don't apologize for me If it weren't for me, this show would be a yawn I heard uh, that f-
5: uh, Listen to that I'm, sorry.
3: Sorry. <laughs> I'm Jimmy Starr, we want to welcome you to the show How about give a shout out to everybody in the chat room
5: Hey, how you doing, guys?
3: There you go um, you know, like I was looking up stuff on you to see all the cool stuff you did, and there's somebody else who has your name with an S on it that messes everything up.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> that's that's a buddy of mine,
3: actually. Oh, well, him me he messes
5: everything because
3: you were both from Miami, right?
5: No, he's from he's from El Salvador.
3: Oh, because like he had all kinds of IMDb stuff, and I thought it said he was from Miami, and I made a I had a, a my my web person make a graphic promo with you, and then they sent it to me, and I was like. That's not the dude that was
4: in the Hangover. <laughs> <laughs> and not bad if he's working in films and his checks go to you and you cash them.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so you found out the hard way. Huh? I, I, I found, I found out,
4: out
3: the hard way, yes.
4: Because and I, got, I found out in Hollywood, you're cashing his checks. Everybody's talking about <laughs> it out there.
3: So let's start off with saying congrats. Are you you are from Miami though, right? Originally or no? I'm born
5: and raised in Miami. I'm born and raised in Miami. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you're born and raised in Miami. I was born in Miami also. Now I live in Pennsylvania. You live in LA. I've got a I'm having a successful radio and film career. You're having a successful career. Well, congratulations, dude, and welcome
4: to the Jimmy Star show. And I can remember you, when you, Miami. My
6: pleasure.
4: I can remember so when Miami I'm sorry. I could remember when Miami years ago was all Jewish people there for the winter and they called it Miami. I'm going, darling, to Miami. <laughs> Now you say, do you listen to me, baby? I'm going to Miami to see somebody. Do you know? know what I'm talking about? So the world changes always for the better, I hope.
3: Absolutely. Um, we want to. Uh, so I want to first of all congratulate you, dude, because like, like in the last couple of years, you're taking off. So congratulations on a stellar career. I love when you plug your name in now and this thing, this picture comes up and it says Hangover 3, Oscar Torre, Officer Vasquez. I was like, oh, my God, how freaking cool is that?
4: Now I have a major question yeah, yeah, to ask.
6: Yeah.
4: Wait, I, I can't I get excited. I have such a question to ask you that everybody wants to know. I saw your film last week with Jimmy. It was hilariously funny. At the end, when the Asian guy is naked, is that really him or a prosthetic? <laughs> <laughs> because we couldn't believe that anybody could have a, a thing so small. It must have been like something they stuck on, a little rubber thumb.
5: <laughs> <laughs> You've seen your movie, right, Oscar? <laughs> a- I've seen the movie. I've seen the movie. I really don't know. I wasn't there on the set that day, so I wouldn't be able to vouch for him.
4: Well, could um, you find out? Could you find but, out and email me?
5: <laughs> I'll ask him. I'll give him your number.
3: No, that's okay. <laughs> that was hilarious. I think that guy is hilarious. I heard that that guy was like a doctor or something, and then he became an actor, and now he, he like, he's a, a superstar. He I mean that's the coolest thing ever. What a way to go. I think that's just fabulous. I think it's fabulous. I'd like to know a little bit like how did you actually okay, so you're in the hangover Three for everybody who hasn't seen the movie go out go and see, see it. it it's a funny film it's the, it's the I guess it's the finale mm-hmm. to the, the to the series It's a very funny series. It has huge celebrities in it and huge stars It's very, very funny. Congratulations for getting in it. uh did you have to like audition for it or how did all that work for you No
5: no, I had to audition. I had to audition i um I auditioned once for the casting director, and then I, I got the call back, and then uh, I got to meet Todd Phillips, the director.
3: Uh huh.
5: So it was down. To, it was, at the end. It was down to me and a few guys. A few guys, you know.
4: Well, it's and no wonder that everybody
5: to... wanted. So, if you notice, there's not too many Latinos in the film. So,
4: well, everybody was... and
5: their mom wanted that role.
3: Actually, though, I think that uh, I, I have to say congratulations because when I was looking at your IMDB and you're st- you're actually breaking out as one of the, like the lead Latino men in Hollywood now. So, like, congratulations. It's like you and and Jimmy Smith and which when you were in the TV show came, which I used to watch what that ab- show,
4: but I didn't know who you were. What about Benicio Del Toro? He's Yes. I know Benicio. <laughs> Trust me. I know. <laughs> it's almost Benicio Del
5: Toro. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, actually, if, I don't think you're supposed to tell people that. No,
4: please don't. No, oh, I, I, will the the be, I will be. I will be. No, I didn't say it. I just slipped it out a little bit. I whispered it out. Anyway, anyway, yeah, Benicio is a fine gentleman. He's really a great. He's from Puerto Rico, and he's quite a guy.
3: Um, so anyway, wait. Let's go back though, because now we're skipping around. You got me off topic, Mister Russell. Keep me on. Co- I want to stay down. on topic. I want to stay on topic. So like, on topic. so like, so tell us, how was it for you? Did you have a good time?
5: In the hangover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it, it was it was a it was a lot of fun. I uh, I mean, I was a fan of both films, especially the first one was outrageous. I, when I watched the first film, I really didn't know what to expect, and then and then I saw this film, I couldn't stop laughing. And, and later on, being part of the third film and the, the final was a great honor and a great opportunity at the same time. I'm not i gonna lie. Um, and working with those guys, it was it was great.
6: It was so, so it's,
5: not, it's not a surprise that they, they, they're so successful, because they do really have chemistry off camera, the same mm-hmm. way they have on camera.
4: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I, I think knew that's that, cool. because I've done films for years, and I know when I'm on a set where everybody stinks, the film doesn't have the same uh, kick, but if you're on a set with friends that you love and you work together... You only do for each other more. And I knew you would be in the third one because you were so good in the beginning. No, you he's had not to be. in the
3: first one. Yes, he
4: is. This guy's not in the first one. Look
3: well, at the picture. I know who he is. He wasn't in the first one. No, he's one. not. A, you weren't, you're only in the third one, right?
5: I was only in the third one. But I, I hope they give me a, the residuals of, of the one that was on the first one. Whoever I he's mentioning, <laughs> I, I can take his residuals. <laughs> That's okay.
4: Uh, there you go. I thought you were in the first one, too. You look so familiar to me. That's because he was in, uh, you wouldn't
3: have seen Kane, probably. Dude, I watched Kane. I had no idea it was you. I've always been a big Jimmy Smiths fan, and, and I was a really happy, like, when he was in Dexter. He did a whole season of Dexter, because that's one of my favorite oh, TV yeah, shows. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's go to that a little bit. So we're done with the fact that you did a great job well, at Hangover. You
5: loved it. What also, a-
4: I'd like to make a statement. They should reshoot the first one and put you in it. <laughs> It'll be a far better film. It'll be a far better film. There you go. I agree <laughs> with you. I, I'll, I'll play a Tiger. Okay, we'll talk to the producer. Give me his number. I'll call him. Because one, well, one
3: thing I noticed, too, I, I, I don't actually like know Stephen Bauer. I've met him a couple times, but he's not a friend. But then I was looking on your IMDb, and you've actually done a lot of films with Stephen Bauer, because you have Counterpunch that came with Danny Trey, who I am friends with, and Stephen Bauer, and then you did Joshua Tree, who I'm actually friends with, Vincent Pastore, and I've met Michael Madsen. So, like, you got a lot... Like, in the last... Two years, you got a lot of stuff coming on and a lot of stuff coming out. Tell us a little bit about it.
5: Well, I have uh, Counterpunch uh, came out early t- this year. It's doing really well. Uh, you can rent it on Netflix. Stuff, it's, it's a story that actually is uh, based on a true story about a kid from Miami who grew up in a dysfunctional family. His mom is drug addict, and uh, he's raised by his grandmother and his uncle, who I play the uncle. And the uncle was an uh, next boxer who's raising him as best as he can, but. The Kids bipolar later on. The uncle finds out that the kid's bipolar and it's dealing with mental illness, and at the same time, teaching him how to be a boxer. It's it's uh, one of those stories that it's it's dark, but it's it has a nice ending, and it's based on the the actor who stars in the film, actually. Okay, he wrote, he okay. Wrote, so that came out that's a that's a Lionscape film that came out earlier this year, uh, and I played a lead character with the kid with Alvaro Orlando. Okay. Um, Steven, Danny Trello is also in and Stephen Bauer is in
3: it. And yeah. I guess Stephen Bauer lives in Miami, right? Is that how you guys met in Miami? I'm not sure.
4: He I lives in LA. He,
3: first time I worked
5: with, well, I think he lives in
3: LA or well, he He lives he lives in push. LA.
4: I know him. He lives first, in LA. I could tell you my, time my little I worked story.
5: With Stephen here. was in Miami.
4: Yeah. yeah he, he probably what?
3: lives in both. actually, he probably lives in both because I met him in Miami at, well, his, agent, there. at his agent At his I have
4: to tell you a story. <laughs> my a very dear friend of mine was celebrating her 10th birthday at the 12-step program in L.A. So she invited everybody to come and celebrate with her. And I did. And Stephen Bauer was there celebrating for one of his friends. And I went over and I said, hey, Stephen, how you doing? Well, they all had a fit. They said, no, you're not supposed to use anybody's real names here. I said, for Christ's sake, how are they going to know that's not Stephen Bauer? I mean, what, this is ridiculous. Anyway, he was really very nice and very friendly. And we chatted for a while. And he's extremely good looking.
3: And he was in Gleam in the Cube. It's my favorite Stephen no, Bauer No, he, he's film a good-looking... Wait,
4: you talking about the right guy? Married yeah, to Stephen- Melanie Griffin? No. Oh, I don't yeah, know if he was Married to Melanie Yeah, yeah. yeah, Stephen Bauer, oh, yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, Melanie...
5: Oh, yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. He, was, he was a really great guy.
4: Yeah, and Melanie was outside smoking cigarettes.
3: You're not supposed to tell that stuff.
4: No, they were visiting. They weren't oh. going
6: there for treatment.
4: <laughs> <laughs> they weren't there for treatment. <clears throat> they were there visiting a friend that you was deep there deep for treatment. I don't care. Listen, you know, if somebody goes to the 12-step program yeah. to be helped, they should let the world know it so that other people could go and get help. Okay. I mean, I believe in, you know, like Michael Douglas coming forward. What do you think about that, El Toro? <laughs> he might not even know. Do you know what he's talking
3: about, Oscar? That Michael oh, Douglas I, gave...
5: Uh- Unfortunately, along? I do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he's I mean, talking
4: about. How, how, embarrassed he unfortunately. <laughs> right? how embarrassed is his wife that the world knows that she's got vaginal warts? I mean, that's a terrible thing.
1: Bummer. <laughs> but was it his wife? That's well,
4: maybe maybe. Oh, maybe, maybe those high, cheesy... It might have not been his wife. Exactly. It might have been those cheesy sluts that hang around the studio door. Hmm. <laughs> that's terrible. Okay, go <laughs> Jimmy, this is life in Hollywood. I was there for for years and years. I was there, you know, with silent movies almost. <laughs> Listen to you. So let's go back to Oscar.
3: Okay. So you got Counterpunch, Kane. I want to hear a little bit about a show that I know it's no longer on. I just thought it was cool because everybody, the paranormal is really big. And like, I think this was like 2010 or something. I read that you were in a TV show called Pit, Paranormal Investigative Team. And, uh, and that would have been like really at the beginning of all the paranormal stuff, way ahead of the curve of when now everybody's doing it.
5: Well that was that was a web series. Uh And okay. I saw with a with a that I did that right after Kane <laughs> uh with a friend of mine. Uh it was a spoof on the whole paranormal thing. So every episode the- we would go some every episode we'd go somewhere, you know, looking for whatever paranormal activity and at the end we didn't find anything. But we Okay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's usually what happens. <laughs> Yes. I, th- I think that's a little. We would
5: always say we would always we would always you know say that it might have been this, it might have been that.
3: Yeah, which is what they do on real paranormal shows anyway. We think it's fun. There's actually a show on W4CY called um, True Ghost Stories. It's 10 o'clock. Ron's daughter is one of the hosts along mm-hmm. with Sherry Emily and Rebel Medler. And so like, I, I think the whole thing is fun. Actually, up here in Pennsylvania, we have this big thing coming up in September called ParaFest. And it's like 50 people from like all the top like ghosty kind of movies and ghost story shows and stuff like that going to be here for a convention. And I hope you'll be there so we could meet you. He's, oh, he's not doing that paranormal show anymore, though. That was yeah, a matter. That
4: doesn't matter. I'm staying, when
5: from, I'm staying away from ghosts. I, I have enough no, with real life people.
4: No, but when you're networking to get work, you go all over. You never know who knows who knows who the who knows who. Now, do you like playing heavies or do you like playing romantic leads? I love playing mean people in films. It's fun because I'm not mean. It, it was
6: well,
5: that's like me. You know what? I, I like playing good roles. Um... I don't think that in terms of, uh, okay, I'm going to play a, a heavy or I'm going to play, play a few of those. Um, but as long as you know, as as long as a role is challenging and, and it's not boring and gives me something to do, then I'm interested.
4: There you go. At present, I'm in a film right now called Croker. We're shooting it. We've got to continue it in July. I play a sheriff. And I'm so excited because I get into the police car and I stop short and I throw the door open. I draw my gun. And my daughter said to me, oh, daddy, for a change, you'll be in the front of the police car. <laughs> <laughs> Little bitch. Now in the back seat with cuffs, you know. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I think yeah. it's fun. I
4: come from Brooklyn. It's a tough neighborhood. Let's let's
3: do some little promos for you. So everybody, Oscar Torre, because when you, when you Google him, Toro, him, you, wanna, you El want El Toro, El
4: Toro, he's the man. I know, but they can't look up El Toro and no, find anything out about him. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm nicknaming him El Toro. So he everybody would, go check I like out you, I like Oscar you. you were so good in that film,
3: I wanted to shoot him. El, El Toro, Oscar Torre. So it's O-S-C-A-R-T-O-R-R-E. You can follow him on Twitter. It's at Oscar Torre Actor. You can That's check out correct. his website. It's Oscartore.com. And then do you have a Facebook-like fan page and stuff too or no?
5: Yeah, Oscar Torre. Oscar Torre. Without so the S.
3: So everybody just do Oscar Torre, T-O-R-R-E. Tell us a little bit about what do you got coming up. you got any big roles getting ready to happen? Or are you getting ready to audition for anything big? Or what do you got well, going there's
6: a, on? There's
5: a, there's a film that I'm waiting on right now that I should find out. I mean, I'm, I'm in it, but I haven't signed anything. But I should find out like at the mid-June. Okay. looks like it's going to be a big, big action thriller film. So that's that's going to be a lot of fun if it actually happens.
6: Okay. And I
5: directed a film I directed a film called Pretty Rosebud that my wife, uh, Trudy Tooth, stars in. And uh, along with Wolfgang Boddison, uh he was in A Few Good Men. He was one of the leads in A Few Good Men. And Tamar Braun, James Tyson, who was in Heroes. Nice cast. Uh, and I had the pleasure of directing them. And that, we sh- just started doing the, um, the festival circuit. Oh,
4: festivals. So That's good. Hopefully, Actually, it'll you, be I coming wanna...
5: to, my, to Florida at some point.
3: I want to tell you, too, your wife is beautiful. I read somewhere, I don't know where I read, that you don't talk about her too often or your your private life, so I didn't want to bring it up, but... The pictures of you and your wife that are on the internet—like she's absolutely drop-dead gorgeous—and I heard that's why a, he doesn't talk about her, it. He's no dummy. And I heard that she's a fantastic <laughs> actress, also through John Kyle. Which I should say, we should give a shout out John Kyle since he's the one who said John I need Kyle. to have have you on the on the show. And John Kyle's a friend of mine from Florida who's now L.A. bound, I think, with you. Have you any idea
4: what fantastic goes on? the actor. Have you any idea what goes on in Hollywood? Yes. If you have a gorgeous wife, every man is chasing you, Christ. They even go after Betty White. They don't care. <laughs>
5: he <laughs> hey, does Betty have White's a, hot, man.
3: And he does yeah. have a gorgeous wife. She's beautiful. So what's the name of the film again? And does do you have like a website for the 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 short the Pretty to, rosebud. The film?
5: Yeah, we just Yeah, we just started the website. It's pretty rosebud. Uh R O S E B U D. So pretty rosebud. Okay. And uh we just started the website and also they can look it up on um,
6: Facebook AMDB. and Twitter. Okay. I just
4: want yeah, you I'll to know.
5: By also,
6: yeah.
4: I want you to know when we go see this film and you come on the screen, I'm going to stand up and say, El Toro. I know him. He was on our radio show. <laughs> I will. I'll you do, do that, that in the theater. I'm going to do that. Do that. Do That's that. I'll, El I'll Toro. bring you
5: along with me everywhere. There you go. You know what
4: TOROS means? M- many bulls. More than one bull is TOROS.
5: Mm, more than one bull. That, did that did that you know is... that?
4: Yeah. El, <laughs> if you were El Toro, you'd be one bull. But this is TOROS. i will be one bull. Your are Torres. Torres means more than one bull.
1: <laughs> he's many bulls.
4: Well, many bulls. Many bulls with many balls. There we Whoa. go. And uh, huh, I didn't wife. say that, Jimmy. The show was clean. We're on, we're on FM radio now. We can't curse anymore, which is so hard. I mean, we, we used to curse on the show like sailors. Now we have to be proper. Well, I think it's terrific. So you're doing a little bit of stuff in front of the camera
3: and behind the camera. Um, oh uh we actually met through john Kyle john Kyle 's a friend of mine who 's done a ton of horror movies he 's also he 's like six foot tw- i don 't know he 's like seven foot i don 't know he's like the he tallest guy I've ever- he would He's would the tallest guy i 've ever met he 's very intimidating nicest guy you 'll ever meet super cool so big shout out to John Kyle We also want to uh a very good actor very good actor yes, we also want to um give a shout out to zach Tepperman from lexicon public <laughs> relations since he 's your uh He's your, he's your publicist, and we want to thank he's him for public. helping set this up. Yeah, give us. So here's a shout-out. Hello, Zach. What's up, everybody? And uh, go ahead. Ron was going to say something. I just something. got
4: something on my email that came in. It said, he is so gorgeous, hot, and sexy. Ask him if his marriage is secure. So that's the next <laughs> question. But I hope you're a girl. This might be a guy. The name is, is – is, um, <laughs> Don't say the name. <laughs> no, I'm not the first name. The first name is Billy. Billy, I hope you're a woman. <laughs> and if you're not, it's always a compliment. <laughs> Either way, what can I tell hey, you? I, you t- know, I hey. take
5: compliments. I take That's compliments as long well, she, as they tune in.
4: She I thinks I take you're the gorgeous. Compl- she thinks you're she thinks you're gorgeous, he- sexy, and hot. And <laughs> is the marriage stable? <laughs>
5: uh, uh, no, it's 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 in the, it's, it's falling apart. My marriage is falling apart. We're in therapy right now. Uh, she's actually throwing things at me at this very moment.
4: No, I know. Uh, you're so, uh, Meanwhile, Billy's on
5: your survivor show.
4: Listen, Billy just plugged in her vibrator, so, you know, we don't want to get her too excited. (laughs) Billy, he's happily married. Unplug your
3: vibrator. And go on IMDB. You see what you're competing against. And he is good looking. He
4: is is handsome. He's got a real, like, maybe more of a Roman face than a Hispanic face. He looks like a Roman. I have a photographer.
5: That's what I have. A good photographer.
4: Do you you have any Italian blood? Uh,
5: Not that I know, but I have to ask my mom.
4: You look like an Italian. You look like an Abolitan. I'm Italian. I know what they look like. You look like a Neapolitan.
3: uh Oh, everybody in the chat room there now. Go, is uh, that, now that Ron's got everybody talking, everybody in the chat chat book is going, "Yes, he is gorgeous." What's his Facebook and his Twitter? So he his, is, Twitter, he's his Twitter, his Twitter, everybody is at Oscar Torre actor. His Facebook is Oscar Torre. It's T
4: O R R E, and his website is oscar There we go. And he is handsome. He's Fantastic. got. A stunningly handsome face that's those the nose the cheekbones the chin photographed beautifully. You must be a mutton exactly. person, but you're gorgeous. I'm gonna woman. put that on
5: Twitter. <laughs> um, um, what did you say? I Extremely said you're handsome with, said, with a Greek nose. I'm gonna put that on
6: Twitter. Roman, <laughs> Roman, 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 Roman nose. nose.
4: I said you're probably Roman nose. Oh. You're probably ugliest sin in person, but you're photographed beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That is I, true. I don't think so, my friend. I don't, don't tell
5: so. anyone. How you're, much fun? You're
4: going to be the next Latin hero. I think you already are
3: becoming. I think you're well on your way. I was yep. very impressed with all the, the, the... And all the cool people that you've had an opportunity to work with, so we want to congratulate you on that. I think it's super fabulous. Again, everybody should go to OscarTorre.com to learn more about Mr. Torre. Um, follow him on Twitter, at OscarTorreActor. Um, also, I, I forgot the other thing. I was going to ask you one of Well, other he thing happens I to I be forgot. a
4: capable actor, and that's what I do. When I go to film... Because I'm an actor. And when I see other actors that are not doing their best work, I say, how the hell did they get that role? You know, it's such a great w- role in their work stinks. This guy did a beautiful job on uh, um, Hangover 3. Go see it, folks. It's Especially when the, the Asian great. guy is on the kite flying through Las Vegas. I was hysterical. I couldn't stop breathing. Laughing. He was singing, I believe I could fly. But <laughs> yeah. And he's on a, a kite flying through Las Vegas ready to hit a tower. I mean, the film is crazy funny. And, and and make and, sure you watch the outtakes at the end. Oh yeah! Make sure you stay for the whole. Stay end for the end whole. So till the little till the, penis. Till the, the theater shuts. Till the theater shuts down. <laughs> this is a film that when you leave, you laugh as you're driving. You talk about it, and before you fall asleep, you say, "Gee, I had a nice evening." We need more of those films. Less blowing up. Less blood. Less murder. Less less depression. More Let's laughter. do more. Let's do more fun films like this. Okay, Oscar. It was really cool. Yeah,
5: I. I I agree. I agree. In fact, I'm, I'm going to plug my wife's film that starts tomorrow, Friday, the internship with uh, Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. Oh, is she and in I saw it? That in the... She's in that. She's
4: another, awesome. Another, com- a, another comedy? Another comedy, a huge
3: comedy, big it's a
4: comedy.
5: It's a really funny movie. It's a really funny movie. I, I'm not in it, so I have nothing at stake besides my wife being in it. But the well, movie is really funny.
4: We'll awesome. go see it anyway. Yeah, we're gonna go see it then. For even sure. though you're not in it. But we definitely will definitely definitely That follow way we'll bring your, your wife career. on. After we go see it, we'll bring your wife yeah. on. It'll be fun. And we'll follow there you. Your, go. Jimmy Jimmy and I like to follow careers of people that are worth it. You know, there's so much crap out there that I say to Jimmy, please give me a break. This one got in, either she was couched or whatever. Well, this guy got in because his uncle was in the business. But when somebody like you, you know, an ethnic minority becomes a superstar, that's very big. Because I remember in the 50s when Italians were always cast as mafia or organ grinders. And it was pretty pathetic that we had to go through that, you know, thing that the Hispanics are going through today. But we had, we had, we had, what's his name from Three Coins in a Fountain? Jesus, I can't think of his name. Rizano Brazzi, who set the world on fire. And then Sofia Loren, of course, made the world go crazy. And we showed them that Italians are not what stereotypically they are spoken of. We are a great people, as are Hispanic people. And Hispanic people are certainly coming a long way. And I'm happy to say so.
3: I think so. Thank you. I really appreciate it.
4: And you're going to be be one of them that's going to push it up. That's right.
3: You're gonna be like the personnel that everybody is
4: like aspiring
3: to be yeah. that sets sets the bar for everybody else and gives everybody mm-hmm. else opportunities. So congratulations. You're gonna
4: be the Rosano Brazzi. There you go. Or the Sophia Loren. Actually.
3: Also, also in the chat room though, you guys, it's not ask, not at Oscar Torre, it's at Oscar Torre Actor. So make sure and, and, and then Oscar you can Oscar Torre t- Actor, yeah. And you can tweet to him and say, uh uh
4: El Toro. Torre, what is it, El Toro? El Toros. El El Toros. El Torres. Don't you speak Latin? I'm Italian. I speak it fluently so I could do Spanish. But actually, you're born in America like I am. But we still love our heritage. Oh,
2: totally. Totally. I was
4: raised
5: with it, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm an Italian. I was raised with my culture, so.
4: Yeah, I'm an Italian who happened to be born in America. If I were born in China, I would be of Chinese nationality, but I'd still be an Italian because I don't look Chinese. So people, you know, exactly. I mean, what's an American? I'm born in America. What do you look like? Off leg? You know, you look like where you came from. (laughs) I mean, stupid people. You
5: look look like America. That's what America looks like. We all come in all colors and shapes.
4: Now, before you came to Miami, where'd your family come from? My parents are from Cuba. Cuba. Okay. So you're Cubano, who was born in, in America, period.
3: Exactly, I think, yeah. I, I had a clothing store in Miami for 10 years, and like I used to love it. Uh, we had such a good time. Everything was awesome, and, and Florida is great, and now we're in Pennsylvania, and like now it's just different. Now we're like, we have to wear winter coats. It's very different.
4: <laughs> no, it's nice. It's A little, nice. colder. A little, yeah, a little colder. Yes. It's nice here, and everybody you see and meet have blue eyes and blonde hair, and I feel a little weird sometimes. <laughs> You know, it's very Republican, very American flag and apple pie. They all love George Bush and sometimes I want to vomit. (laughs) So I have difficulty with some of the people here because, you know, I'm Latin, I'm Italian and I'm very proud of my Italian heritage and I always talk about it. And these people look at me like, oh, yeah, the day goes. We let them move here about 30 years ago (laughs) because they were good at, you know, squeezing grapes with their feet. That's hilarious. So
3: let's go. We're gonna, we we got to move it forward because we've got another guest that's yes. going to be calling. So let's go back real quick, though, everybody. First of all, go out and see Hangover 3. It's an awesome, awesome film. Look out for Oscar Torre, who actually plays Officer Vasquez. He's fantastic in it. He's super good looking. Let's follow him on Twitter, at Oscar actor. Check him out on Facebook. Check out his website. And uh, we want to thank you for coming on the show. I hope you get good news on the action film that you're talking about. We're definitely going to go check out your wife in, uh, inter- what is it, Interns, something Interns?
5: The Internship. Internship, the internship. With, uh Orrin Wilson and, and Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. We saw oh, the preview. Cast. We good actually
3: saw, we saw the preview for it when we, were, when we went to see Hangover 3. So we that actually saw the preview. Oh, yeah. I don't know which one of them. Was that ones. your wife? Was your wife in the preview or no?
5: No, she's not in the preview, but they mention her. She plays the kid's uh, mom.
6: Okay. Kid
5: that says, uh, My mom says that alcohol affects your judgment, and Vince Vaughn says, Oliver, oh, you're lucky.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, see,
5: he's I referring go, to my life
4: for people out there that see us. This is not beer, this is um, oh, what do you call it? Urine? Juice, iced tea. Oh. This is
3: sugar free. Oh, hold on, we gotta go. You can let let's <laughs> let him go and then you can tell no, him. I don't drink. want him to <laughs> go.
4: I like him. Let him spend a few more minutes. No, no, don't go. El <laughs> Toro, stay. Don't listen to him.
3: So, Oscar, <laughs> thanks so much for tuning in to the Jimmy Star show. We appreciate having you on as a guest. Keep us posted with everything you got going on and we'll bring you back. And I hope to work with a you.
4: Thank you so much. I hope I, hope I work with you in a me. film one day.
3: Absolutely, and a uh, big hey, shout I'll out to Kyle.
4: Wouldn't that be fun working in a film together? We wreck the studio. <laughs> anyway,
3: <laughs> thanks, Oscar. Take have a good, care, have Oscar. a great weekend. Good luck. Tell your wife we said good luck on opening weekend. And uh, and everybody says she's hot. They're all posting it. They all went and looked at her on 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 the internet. So everybody in the chat room saying how hot she is. So way to go. You're rocking it all the I way around. That. Congratulations. Have a great week, Thank buddy. You. Thank
5: you so much. Take bye care. Bye. You too. I
4: appreciate it. Bye now. Bye. Have a good
5: one. Bye.
3: Also, bye we bye. want to give a shout out into the chat room. Trinity Houston's
4: in the chat room. Trinity, what's up?
3: You know Trinity. Of course I know Trinity. I love so say Trinity. Hello.
4: Trinity was going to do our wedding in Can- Cancun. There you go. So Trinity, She's what's an angel. up? Ken
3: Pettigrew's in there. Lots more people have added in. Leslie Nevarez is in there. A lot of people have a uh, is Morley joined in there? the chat room? Morley's in the chat room. I don't know Morley.
4: Morley, my Morley, Morley. One more time. You want to get to New York, babe? It's so easy to get to New York. Just you drive. get on ninety five and you thumb your way all the way down. <laughs> but listen, if we were living in New York, we would definitely have you as our house guest because Morley, you're pretty cool. And um, I just want to tell you that I'm excited about being in your film. A Mile in His Soul, soon to be shot in London. Um, if you could give me an update on maybe when we're going so I could have a life and not live, you know, waiting for you guys.
3: Also, uh, yeah, at Morley, we love you, Morley. And I also, do, Morley. You're a great guy. I want to give another shout out again to Trinity Houston. You guys, Trinity Houston has a, a television show called Indy TV. It's on Time Warner in uh, California. It's I N D T V. You guys, everybody should check it out. It's all promoting everybody in the independent independent media, whether you're an artist, a singer, a movie maker, whatever you do, it's really cool. Check it out and follow her on Twitter.
4: And I got news from a friend of mine, Judy Weiss. She said that she's uh, suggested me for the leading role, starring role in a film that's going to be a major motion picture and it's called 13 Days I'm waiting for the script. I think they're writing it now. And I believe it's about a mafia family that's been transferred to Las Vegas and they were found and what happened to them. It sounds exciting. Yes, I can play mafia very easily because I'm from Brooklyn. And the accent's easy. Hey, what are you saying over there? Forget about it. What do you mean? Hey, give me a break. (laughs) Like you're doing a Sheriff Kate. No, no. Sheriff Kate is like a deranged Brooklyn guy. He's like, oh, come on, man. What are you talking about? He's like an idiot. This is a mafia. They're sophisticated and smart. They're not stupid. I know a few of them. You guys can
3: follow Trinity on Twitter. It's at Trinity Houston. Right now, we're going to take a, a, like a, hey, hey Chad. Hey, that's me. Um, That's right. I thought we, because we haven't played a sexy bitch dance song in a long time. I don't know if. uh,
4: But first, I want to know what he's eating. Oh.
1: (laughs) What is Chad eating today? Today, I'm having uh, some organic grass-fed New York strip steaks that Heather made for me. I'm also having some. as far as fruit, banana, apples, grapes, cherries, mm. all organic, of course. Some teas. There you go.
4: You eat red meat?
1: I do. Shocked.
4: I'm uh, shocked. I thought you would never eat animal.
1: Only if it's uh, grass-fed and organic.
4: I wouldn't care what it is. It's got eyes, <laughs> legs, and hooves. Who would eat it? Oh, you eat meat. I do what not. What does he eat? You do, too. That... You don't eat a lot of
3: it, but you eat a little. How about um, f- how about um, Fish.
1: Those cute little things. No, he so- won't eat fish. He doesn't eat oh, fish.
3: I, don't. I, don't, need fish no, so I could be a
4: vegetarian so easily. Actually, yeah.
3: too, before we do that, too, I want to make another shout out. Everybody check your cameras. I'm going to stick this in front of the camera. You know, two weeks ago we had Mark Allen Miller, who's the writer for Clive Barker. Too
1: much brightness.
3: Too much brightness. Closer. Okay, Let me lower it down. Hang on. There you go. Clive Barker. Uh, this is the new comic book. Anyway, it's called it's called. Uh, I forgot the name. Next Testament. <laughs> it's called Next Testament. Testament. It's Boom, by Boom Studios. It's Clive Barker's. It's the first in a series of 10 or 12. And uh, we were all Maybe talking about it two weeks ago when we had him on the uh, show and they sent us an autographed copy of it. I'm very, very excited. Um, it's autographed by Clive Barker. And don't wrinkle it. Cause it's, no, I want to open it. Maybe we can go uh,
4: oh, yeah, This okay. is a good
3: show. It's, and uh, so I want to just get, tell everybody, go to your comic stores, get this magazine. It's called Next Testament by Clive Barker. It's freaking awesome. I'm super excited about it. I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to frame it and put it up on the wall because he signed it. And uh, The paper
4: they use today in comic books it's is, way nicer. is so quality. No, I like the old print that we uh, had.
3: That gets on your hands. I don't like it yeah, when yeah, it gets on he, your the hands. Comic
4: books used to smell so good. I used to chew them when I was young. Listen to him. What's wrong with you? Isn't right, that so weird? Like, he, so he hey, used to eat the see. paper. <laughs> <laughs> All kids. I used to eat glue at school and eat chew paper. All kids do. Now we know how right. we got Ron it's Russell. A, a, that's a, right. It's a it's a, gay, it's a great a comic book with a beautiful illustration. Clive Bach is next tense, the testament. Yeah. There you go.
3: So anyway, everybody get it? it. He was a great guest. We had a blast with him. It was super fun. Um, we're going to take a, a, a few-minute music break because we have not played the sexy bitch dance in like a month on Jimmy Starr's show. I don't know if Audrey's in the chat room or not, but we want to give a shout-out to Audrey anyway. Morley's in there. Ken Pettigrew. Hey, everybody. So what we're going to do is this is Orlando Napier's Pointless. We're going to play it, and we'll be back.
2: If pan and ink. I can link together words in my bidding. So I would urge you listen to these words. And I'm fitting we all die. Some of us early and some late, Like Pac-Man trying to escape his fate. tread and check with no gray. Fish with no bait. big and no date. Paying to get laid. Bonies and no fade. just and no rape. I'm using mathematical formulas to find a soulmate. Oh, well, it's pointless, babe. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I sit back, realize you're gonna die, get off your cap and stop living your damn life as time flies. Then the grim reaper gonna arrive, you can't escape fate. So staring straight in the eyes, watch a bit of lately. What you gonna do today? I'm gonna hitchhike to the USA. I'm gonna. Say these I'm gonna sit in the White House and smoke some grass. I'm gonna jump back, kiss my own. In a constant state of disparity, my indifference was my trick for ignoring reality. Pharmaceutical remedies began to lose their intensity. The oxygen to sit and the in the weed and the blow the Cause, like a kitten, couldn't feel my extremities. There wasn't a woman around who would consider having me in a state of physical and mental calamity. I given up hope till I finally found serenity. Watching me doing lately, what you gonna do today. Don't to the USA, I'm gonna get back to West LA. I'm gonna slap my thoughts right across the face. I'm over Right across the back face back You're gonna back. beat the cops In a high-speed chase you gonna count that To make a your man you gonna pay cat money To mercedes you going sit in the White House And smoke some grass You're gonna jump back Kiss your own white ass You're gonna take the world in a am up not go wrong Gonna grab this life I got you don't gonna hitchhike To the U.S.A. You're going get back To San Francisco you gonna slap your boss Right across the back face back, You're gonna, back. gonna back. Baby. beat the cops In a high-speed
3: Yeah, so that's Orlando Napier's Pointless. Monarchy Records, recording artist. the songs available on iTunes, Amazon, all the download sites, and the album will be coming out at the end of the summer.
4: And I love that song. And you know what? I've gained some weight because I haven't been dancing to it. Seriously, that's right. Jimmy, I have to play it again. You know, we have a finished basement that's like a gymnasium. And I like to go down there, put that record, that, not record, put that, what is it? MP3? Track. What's it called today? Record? Track. Track. Track on my day. It was. Thanks, no, Chad. You bet. Listen, everybody, I'm wearing a great shirt today. This is a Jimmy Star shirt, and it's very, very summery and springy because it's all kind of like little Sissy Mary flowers all over. Probably came from a woman's house dress. Sissy Mary. You know, it looks like a woman's an old lady's house dress. But anyway, it's really sweet and nice the way Jimmy combined it with this blue-on-gray check thing. It's a great shirt. One sleeve is is um, flowers, and one sleeve is blue, blue stripe. Bigo. can't go, can't go and, wrong
3: with this shirt and if you guys want some cool one of a kind fashions you could check out the Jimmy Star line you can go on eBay and type in Jimmy Star brand all kinds of stuff comes up I've been putting up new stuff every week so check it out, it's all fun, it's all on sale it's all 50% off at original prices it's a great deal and they're one of a kind
4: what I wanted to bring out also was I've washed them and I didn't bother ironing them and they fall out, they look like they've been ironed so they're really very easy to wear and they wrap well when we went to Pittsburgh to shoot We brought a lot of them along and I rolled my clothes and put them in a suitcase. I unrolled them. They weren't wrinkled. So I think they're probably like made out of fiberglass or something.
3: Also then, another problem. No, they're really made out of cotton,
4: 100% cotton.
3: (laughs) i just letting it go. I figured nobody I did No, I
4: didn't want to say anything, you know, but they're beautiful shirts and I love them. And I went to the warehouse again shopping. There you he's go. He's down about six thousand bucks now, but that's okay.
3: That's okay. It doesn't matter. I'm hooked we're on Jimmy Starr brand clothes. There you go. I want to give a. We're gonna do like a free commercial for Matthew Modine. Everybody, check it yeah. out. You know Matthew Modine. I'm gonna be putting out his book, Full Metal Jacket Diary, later on this year. Um, he's got an app that was super popular, FMJ Diary. You can get it on iTunes. And now he's got on iTunes for seven dollars and ninety nine cents. It's the short films of Matthew Modine. Um, he just tweeted to me that it made it's in the top ten downloads on iTunes. Um, so it's the short films of Matthew Modine. It's seven ninety nine. You can go to iTunes, download them. It's really cool, and we love Matthew Modine. We think he's freaking like awesome. And Ruby Modine, his daughter, and his son Bowman's making a movie. I mean, what a talented family! Everybody, if you want to get it, check it out. Go to uh, go to the short films of Matthew Modine on iTunes and download it.
4: And Matt made my. You're a great guy list, and you know not too many people make that. By the way, getting back to what happened on TV and HBO, that Liberace piece of crap, I have no idea what the hell they were thinking when they let this guy who was a hustler, who hustled Lee. I lived in Palm Springs. My very good friend owned the house that that, um, Lee Lee died in, that Lee... um, Liberace died in. When we were doing my show, Set the Record Straight, we brought a crew in and we did a seance in the exact spot where he died trying to contact him. Of course, we didn't, but we got all kinds of weird people talking. Like one lady said, he said, please put colored lights in the fountain. I mean, I think if Lee was going to give a message, it certainly was not put colored lights in the fountain. But from people that knew him very well, like my friend Danae Montague King, who knew him for centuries. Centuries. (laughs) Well, Danae is... Thousands of years old. Danae said that um, Lee Liberace was a victim of this young man who absolutely was a taker, a user, and a horrible person. He is in prison now for theft, uh,
3: drugs, and all kinds of drugs.
4: I mean, he's lived a horrible life. He's just an unsavory human being. And I thought the film written by him glorified him and made Lee look like a lecherous old queen who was devouring and teaching a young boy how to have gay sex baloney that kid knew more that kid knew more than Liberace knew he was far from stupid oh, knows, he, was, that, he was a hustler and hustlers know their craft so I would like to make that clear uh, Michael Douglas did a fabulous job as did Damien what's his name not Damien uh, Matt, 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 da-
3: Matt Damon? Yeah, Matt
4: Damon. Matt Damon. They were wonderful and together. And Rob Lowe. And Rob Lowe, who had migraine headaches from having his face pulled back because he was a plastic surgeon and they wanted to bring out that everybody in LA looks like that. Like they're going through time, you know. To that's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, that's what I had to say about the film. It was baloney, baloney, baloney. And don't believe it. It's a moneymaker. That young kid made money, but I hope he's in prison and he can't spend it
3: there you go he can't spend no he actually like uh, he sold the rights to it and blew the money in uh, well in
4: 1960 something I was in the house that Stefan Heming owns which was the Liberace house and Lee Liberace of course was there and I was there for a brief time I went with some friends we had a cocktail and stuff met him spoke with him and left and he was charming and elegant and beautiful man in no way was he common or trashy and he, he was just a stylish guy and they had the same wallpaper I flipped out when I went to Stefan's house. I said, I remember this wallpaper. It was red, white, and tan, and some other color canvas. And I looked for it when I was doing one of my houses.
3: And Fred, if you're listening right now, you're calling my cell phone instead
4: of the studio. Oh, (laughs) Freddie, let Laurie do it. For God's sake. Laurie, come on. Control that man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fred, give us a call. 561-623-9429. There you go. Mm, Freddie, my <laughs> Freddie. We oh, love Freddie. I think Croca got him and sucked his brains out. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. <laughs> that's
3: everybody. We're gonna in a second we're gonna have Fred Turling, the writer and director of the film Ramen and I are in called Croker. It's freaking awesome. He's the head Who of Team happens
4: te- to be a great guy. He's the
3: head of Team Croker, which we have a great time. And you can follow Croker at Croker the Movie, and you can check it out at www.CrokerTheMovie.com. The film's getting all kinds of really cool write
4: ups and you know, mm-hmm. we're not even
3: finished shooting yet, and we're getting all kinds of great press. I know the
4: press in, in Pennsylvania in Pittsburgh is amazing all over, they're really writing about this film, because it's got a story for a change. I just hope I, gave it, I give it justice with my performance. I really hope I was good. I haven't seen any of the rushes or the dailies. <clears throat> Pardon me. So I don't know what I did in this film. I just went, you know, I guess, you know, a cappella, if you want to call it that. But uh, Freddie and his wife, Lori were wonderful hosts and hostesses, because Jimmy said, Ron doesn't stay in hotels. <clears throat> they offered us a hotel, but I said no. I'm sorry, I won't do the film because I don't go to hotels because of bed bugs. And <laughs> his wife emailed me. She says, "Ron, we don't have any bed bugs in our home, so please come to our home." And we did. And, and they're fabulous. We had we such a good time. Three days of glorious fun and food, and 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 we love them. They're our new best friends.
3: Yeah, they're fabulous, and I think- love
4: Laurie. She's a sweetie pie and so pretty. With the when she smiles, the room turns yellow. I mean, she's just wonderful.
3: Keep talking. Where's
4: Fred? Fred, what are you, brain dead? Get, your fo- get on your phone. There you
3: go. I just texted him the number. I don't believe So this. Croker is Freddy. Yes, Sherry, Emily. I believe Croker the movie is probably Freddy. And Freddy rocks. And, and since Sherry, Emily just wrote that, we should just tell everybody, too, one more time, give a plug for uh, True Ghost Stories, Monday nights on W4CY <laughs> Radio, hosted by Sherry, Emily, Rebel, when, Meddler, and, when and I Deirdre Serego.
4: Yes, when I was at the weekend fair, the uh, macabre film fair, I spoke with a lot of people, and I did mention your radio show, so you will be getting a lot of those people on your show who will tell you ghost stories. One guy, oh, it's Ed. I got Ed, Freddy on the line for oh, you. Wait, he's, Fred's there, so we'll okay. go back. we got to get back to poor Eddie,
3: Hey, man. Fred, what's up?
7: Hey, what's up, guys? Sorry, I have like 50 phone numbers for you. Wrong one. I got, I got a made. mark. You were
4: probably in, in the basement iPhone, playing so with all your switch. superheroes. I know you. Which, by the way, I have
3: yeah. to tell you, I just got an 8-inch vision action figure mint in the box
7: <laughs> awesome
3: and i also got a set of 10 scarlet witch and vision comic books so i could like learn more about the history and then i got like the the comic book of the vision where it just tells you all about like the like how he came about
4: and i got you a yellow rubber duck for your bath tonight <laughs> oh Tim. boy you could play awesome. with a toy bro- I'll, I'll rubber to duck
7: and it can be a vision duck
4: You could put a a, a a little wooden sailboat in your bathtub tonight with the rubber ducky, Jimmy, okay? (laughs)
3: Thanks a lot. So, Fred, tell us what's going on with Croker. I know we extended our Indiegogo campaign. Tell everybody a little bit about it.
7: Um, Wow. There's a a ton going on. The first thing is we're going to throw a little surprise out there probably sometime before about 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. The very first scene of the film with the kids on the railroad tracks, I have it cut. Um, I don't have, it it won't go to the composer till the 11th hour, which will probably be um, in August. But I found a couple of pieces of music I can drop in there, um, just so people can see what it's going to look like. The quality of the the shots are just absolutely crazy amazing. It doesn't, absolutely does not look like, it doesn't look like a typical indie film for one, and it does not look like a horror film for the other. And people are going to watch the first couple minutes of this movie and say, what is this? Look at these cute kids doing stuff on the railroad tracks and catching frogs. This isn't going to be scary at all. And then the last probably 30 seconds of the clip, they're going to be like, "Uh uh-oh, I want to see this. This is going to be freaky. So that's going to go up on the um, uh, Croker Movie Facebook. It will be up on crokerthemovie.com. It will be up on the Indiegogo site um, sometime today. The Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, which is a big, giant newspaper here in Pittsburgh, um, there are two that service the whole area, the, the Post-Gazette and the Tribune Review. And um, the Post-Gazette is... Uh, well, you, you guys were there when the, um, Jacob came out and talked to us, and I think Ron... Speared oh, yeah, yeah, him.
4: yeah. He interviewed has that has come story.
7: out yet? Um, yeah, that's that That will be either tomorrow or Friday. It's coming out this week. Um, it's going to be a feature article in the entertainment section. I don't know how, how big it is, but he's actually asked me a bunch of follow-up questions this week um, he's got about three or four pictures that he's going to put in there so it's got to be a, a big a big article. Once awesome. that hits that's going to really blow up um, even more interest in the area which you guys already know is pretty hot just with the turnout of um, extras that we had at Sunny Jim's restaurant and also in Cannonsburg.
6: Absolutely. So it's,
7: it's just it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger as we go on and I can't wait to see what's going to happen when July hits. With uh, absolutely. You know, all the, all the advanced. When and we come in on. July
4: to finish, to wrap the film, will you have uh, rushes for us to see?
7: Yes, absolutely. But uh, that's that, like that what I did. As, um, as we move along the process. It, it, right. it, it takes, like, I've been working on this opening scene for probably three days now, and it's maybe eight or nine minutes. So the editing process is um, very, very. Uh, meticulous because I want to cut this so that it, it's it's very very clean I, I don't like sloppy movies that are cut sloppy
4: exactly. and editing
7: is what I'd love to do next to writing so
4: how did Sheriff Kate what? do
7: yeah, Sheriff Kate is amazing um, we He's have an uh, I heard he
4: was an asshole <laughs> Oops,
3: I mean yeah, well, <laughs> can't say asshole We're on
4: radio not curse anymore and tonight well, you sleep in it. the basement. And I think- <laughs> I think the one
7: thing that I, I don't think I know, probably my favorite scene at this point, and I mean, from the writing perspective, I lo- love the opening scene from the kids, because as the movie goes on, you keep coming back to that first eight minutes and, and start to refer to it in the back of your mind is oh, this is what this means. Oh, this is why those cute kids are in there. Oh, this is why they were on the railroad tracks. Oh, this is why they caught the frog. It ties the whole movie together, and, and, and from a writing perspective, that's my favorite. But my absolute favorite scene now is the one that we had to jewelry rig in, in the, the garage with the coroner and Sheriff Cade. That scene is absolutely perfect, beautiful, amazing. It's, I, I couldn't be more thrilled with it. And that, that just goes to show the, fle- the, the great flexibility of this cast and crew for us to lose our morgue on Friday night at 5 o'clock and to to scramble and put together an alternate scene, make it better, make it more creative and make it more fun. And um Ron, that, that ad lib line that you just threw threw in there that we were um when we were shooting that scene with the uh where you, where you turned the corner of spears and said, What are you, some kind of a fruit cake? <laughs> that 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 is just that 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 wasn't even in the script or even part of that scene. But it, it now it is and it's absolutely hysterical. And I love what you and um, Macy did in the in the driveway with the, uh, you know, calling her Miss Platypus, and then she calls you Sweet Cheeks or whatever. Oh, that, that's, that's
4: my just, favorite. I cannot wait to see that. When absolutely brilliant. When I throw brilliant. her in the car, I scene, love it. it. That's and my that whole And that actually
7: being reshuffled. So, um
6: that, is that actually,
7: Because when you guys did that, I completely thought to myself, this is how we need to end this scene. This can't be in the middle. This has to be at the end. So I've reshuffled, and it's going to be recut and redone. Um, within the context of the script, and that's going to be the end, is, is you and her, you take her to up to the car. I've got to tell all our listeners,
4: and, if you get, when you do see the film, wait for that one scene when I tell um, Macy, the character, to please get out of here, that she was not invited, this is men only, and she refuses. Well, what goes on after that, and to the car, to me is hilariously funny, not even scary or spooky, but it's a wonderful scene, and it was all... It wasn't rehearsed. We just did it that way. It kind of fell into place. It was like, you know, the the, the gods above were saying, do this and do that. You guys are going to love this movie.
3: So everybody who's a fan of the Jimmy Star show, you're going to actually love the film. It's going to be a it's a, kind of a horror film, kind of a love story. It's going to have elements of everything. It's everything. not real. It's not real going to be real gory. So everybody can see it. Kids can see it. We have lots of ki- really talented kids in the movie. Um, We had a blast. We're having a blast, I guess, because we're not done filming, but we're having a blast all throughout the whole thing. Everybody's going to be able to see it. We want everybody to participate. You can go to croakerthemovie.com and check out the website. We do have an Indiegogo campaign that's been uh, continued because we're raising money for Mm -hmm. the croaker, for the actual uh, frog killer. I don't know. You call it a frog still?
4: No, it has a nook. Um,
3: well, I know it's a it, Vodnik, but... It's a Vodnik. It's a Vodnik. It's a 16th
7: century monster mm-hmm. from Slavic mythology. Oh, but so yeah, you guys, you guys kind of go,
3: screwed up on it, go, it go, go, wait, 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 let, me, let me tell them, though. Go to com, everybody, and I think there's a, a button there you can go to... Uh, Uh, That'll take you to the Indiegogo campaign, and depending on if you donate $5 or $250, you get different kinds of things, and uh, we would appreciate your support in helping make everything go smooth because you're going to love this movie.
4: And as I've said a million times, if the director stinks, the film stinks because an actor has got to do what the director says. Freddie gives you such freedom to be creative and to feel your part and to do the best. Stop it. I'm pulling up my shirt. <laughs> and to do the best you can with that part. And I did. I really gave it the, my all because he gave me the, the creative freedom. Freddie, you're a great director and a writer.
7: Thank you very much. That's, and I don't uh, need you for the that.
4: next movie because I've got four ahead of you. So there you go. It's not, I'm not blowing. <laughs> you know, I'm up your surprised notes. we
7: got this far and you haven't mentioned Meals on Wheels. But the the indie the no, indie I'm, I'm is um, one yeah one. I, I, I um <laughs> I, I've been reading a lot on crowdfunding lately and, and trying to understand like the whole concept behind it and everything and when I first ran the first one I did it for twenty one days and um, usually most of those are successful after forty eight but we're almost there I mean we have a really really micro budget this film does not look micro budget it looks like it came out of a studio and um, we, we're down to the last ten k and that's basically to bring this thing home to close it to get to get the last few things that we absolutely need to make this perfect. And I'm, 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 I'm just pleased that we, we got this far with, um, you know, the, the first round of Indiegogo went fantastic. And, um, you know, the person, the peop, some of the people who have stepped up personally and not only donated cash, but we we're shooting at all these locations. Um, a lot of independent films are shot, like, in one location or two locations. We've got like 13 or 14 locations.
4: Which is possible, awesome. Which makes restaurants, interesting. Visually stores. interesting.
7: And the, the, the people have just stepped up and said, yeah, you can come use this. Us, and it hasn't cost us a dime. That's how we've been able to do this on such a shoestring budget, but make it look so big, is because people have just been really, really helpful. Uh, we got a bar scene at the end of July with a band playing that we're going to be shooting. And um, it's just it's amazing. I'm. I'm, I'm I keep using the word humbled, but I am, and it's it's just stunning how all this has come together, and the 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 actors are just. The, 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 I think people are going to be shocked with that. even the kids. The kids are because it's it's really challenging to work with the kids. You have have a lot of patience. Yeah,
4: because they're kids um, to their Now enough about Crocker. Let's get on. To, let's get on to Wait, music. wait
3: one more time. Cause no, 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 no. Wait. No, wait, no. wait, wait. Because oh, in, he gets evil. No. Freddie, you know when he gets mean to me. You've you're seen not him reading, do it. You're not reading the chat room. In the chat room, they're not sure what the website for the movie is, and they're typing the well, wrong we could one. Well, we can give it to them at any point. We're going to give it to them now so it gets corrected. Oh, so, Fred, it's crokerthemovie.com, right?
7: Correct. And you can get you can get to the Indiegogo campaign through there. You can get through to the Facebook, which is Croker Movie. Um, just go to fa- uh, Facebook, type in Croker Movie. You'll get there. Um, follow us at Twitter at CrokerTheMovie. Um, if you click on my profile there, there's also a link to the Indiegogo in my profile. Um, it, you can get at it a hundred different ways. And we're almost home, even, like, that, like Jimmy said, 5, 25, 50, 100, however. Well, if you're really ambitious and you want to become an executive producer, you know, hit me directly through an email. We have a package for that, too, where you get on-screen credit, you get points on the back of the film. You actually are an executive producer. And um, it's, it's, it's really cool.
3: All right, now go ahead, Ron, because I know you want I to talk about Meals I refuse to speak
4: any further. I'm highly insulted because he pulled another Jimmy Starr scene that you've seen in your house when he gets like Hitler <laughs> I, or Mussolini not, or any him. other it's dictator. It's not like
3: Hitler, but since you don't let There's me There's a way put of
4: doing in. it, Jim. There's a way of doing it. I would say to you very nicely, Jim, let's post the, uh, the baloney.
3: We could do that, but when I say, wait a second, but you, you say, ugly, no, no, no,
4: no, You no. get ugly, evil, and your face starts to look like Croker. That's, that's okay. Croker's it's oh, I'm fine. looking pretty Croker. You should have played the monster without makeup. <laughs> I, all I had to do was something wrong, and you become the monster. <laughs> it's not something wrong, but you to talk to Anyway, really ta so I'm, 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 I'm done speaking to you. Okay, listen to uh, Freddie, what's going on with Meals on Wheels? <laughs> uh,
7: Meals on Wheels is uh, a film about... Um, th- this is actually has become something cool thanks to you and Laurie. Um, it, it was a, it, we, we Actually,
4: a lot of Laurie, not me. It was and
7: Laurie. <laughs> you and Laurie.
4: Um, no, Laurie was the one that said it, not me. I movie
7: agree. Ideas to see what people are interested in. And we have four or five that we, we put out there and talk to people. Nails on Wheels is overwhelmingly the fan favorite, even over at Croker, but Croker's been changed very significantly. It's not even the same film. Nails on Wheels is a film about uh, three enterprising Senior, citizens, senior citizen ladies who have been kind of caught in a situation by finding one of their clients dead. And what happens after that is the, the evil stepmom slash um, uh, or the, the supervisor of the senior center that runs the Meals on Wheels where, where these three ladies are involved um, is running a little bit of a, a, a shell game with the USDA grade A beef that they're getting from the government. And what they decide to or what this woman has decided to do is she's making a nice chunk of change by selling that meat to third party vendor and then using the <laughs> using the using some of the members of the senior center as a replacement for the meat and these three women get uh, kind of uh, caught up in it and they end up being um, for lack of a better term butchers uh, for some of the older residents that aren't quite making it. So with that all being said, uh, Lori, Lori I think, threw it out there. You know what? It would be awesome if Ron played the lead woman as, uh, what's the term that you used? It wasn't um, drag, it was what?
4: A female illusionist.
7: A a, a female illusionist. So then we started to talk, and the idea started to roll, and I think we're going to use female illusionists for all three of the senior roles. And it's just, it's going to be something that's weird. It's going to be out there. It's going to be odd. And I think it's probably going to be absolutely astronomical. And that's even going to be cheaper to do. Um, but it's, I'm really excited about it. I, I have the opening scene. And it's written, Ron. I just. I just it's completely skeletonized, it's the, the Luke, entire story. Let's shoot it, there. I'm so
4: ready. I've got my character down. I just need to find pat.
7: a few seconds <clears throat> to sit down and write it, because I can, I can write it. I can actually put the dialogue to it in the weekend. I wrote poker uh, in The weekend. So. He's so excited and about this I'm one. I'm excited. You know funny. why? Because
4: because I like drag, and I think drag is so much fun, and it's so current. Everybody now wants to see drag. All the straight actors in Hollywood are doing it. Now, for a change, let a gay actor do it. But my character, I would like her name to be Yetta Bronston, and she's a Jewish woman from Ojo- Ozone Park, Queens, New York, and she wears lots of jewelry and has all wild hairdos with false eyelashes, and she speaks like this darling, I'm fainting already. What's doing? Where is the meat? Get me some meat. I need I need big pieces of meat to eat. I'm hungry. What's going on? That's how I want to do her character.
7: Go, girls. Well, the, get
2: that meat. Well, get you'll, that meat now. You'll,
7: you'll love the opening scene because it is um, the, the previous person who was running the senior center is getting married and she's leaving. That's how this this other woman comes into the picture who's actually going to make you guys
4: uh, well, I, I um, intend wearing, wearing high heels with fishnet up stockings, up a mini skirt, a very low-cut blouse with Bazoom showing, lots of beads and jewelry, and heavy old lady makeup with an outrageously teased up wig. So I think that vision alone will be hilariously funny because it's so stereotypical of what uh, women looked like years ago, you know, especially in Miami. So that's, you know, a little mink stole kind of stuff like that. And if it's okay with you, I'd like to, you know, audition you that way. <laughs>
7: Audition me. I'm not. I'm not going to be dressed. I'm. I'm uh, <laughs> I, I. I don't. I. in I'm. I'm. I, I apologize ahead of time if I offend anybody's sensibilities. But I just, when, when um, a writer and director decides he's going to get in front of the camera as well, that's. Uh, I think that's just a big mistake.
4: So but, who's um, directing me? I'll,
7: I'll dress up. I'll dress up like that for you if you want me to. Not a problem. I already have my friend Marie, who is challenging. No, me I don't want you
6: dressed that today. Way.
7: That's how I'm going to so That will be done by the <laughs> end of the day, and I'm playing Yetta
4: days. Bronston. <laughs> <laughs> don't you love the name? I once had a. I used to do hair in Forest Hills. as a hairdresser, and I had a customer. Her name was Yetta Bronston. Must be it's it's going to
3: be fun, you guys. So anyway, we're yeah. going to be bringing you more as Meals on Wheels develops. We're going to mm-hmm. keep everybody posted with it. Um, but it is a cool title. It's super fun. We're going to have a blast making it. Um, before we do that one, we've got Croker. So everybody check it yep. out. It's crokerthemovie.com. Contribute to our Indiegogo page. And uh, and we're having a blast with it. And hopefully if everything goes good, the movie will come out by the end of the year.
4: Mm-hmm. No, by October 1st. But yeah, Cropper. October 1st. And um, when you go to
7: Indiegogo, um, you know, there's... There, I'm up there explaining the movie, but it's very short and sweet. The video clips three minutes, and it includes the teaser. But make sure everybody visit, visit the, um, on the Indiegogo page. There are tabs at the top. Make sure you visit the gallery, because I've been pulling um, steals from the film. so You can actually see the quality of the shots that we've done. Um, and oh, I, I want to see that. Okay, they, they look really, really good.
3: Actually, and, we were at a light bulb store today, and I'm going to send you a picture. There was this big frog picture on the on the bottom of the counter, and Ron crawled down on to take a picture next to it. I'm going to send it to you. It's
4: and, cool. And Awkward. Ed, you know yeah. – Fred, not Ed. Do you know Do you know what I want to do? When we go to what? that big festival in uh, September in – where is it? Parafest. Parafest yeah, Bethlehem, yeah, Bethlehem, will be there. Bethlehem, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. If we're doing some pre-publicity on Meals on Wheels, I think I'm going to go attend it as Yetta Bronston, and we could drum up a lot of um, publicity. You you know what,
6: that's great,
7: because, uh, you know, I'm I'm a, uh, well, I am, Barnabas is a guest there for a couple of days, but I'm going to be putting up all of that stuff, Croker, um, uh, Meals on Wheels, Uh, we'll have Barnabas stuff there, and I'll probably switch into Barnabas too, but... Yeah, absolutely. Come, come and uh, come for however many days you want to, and stand back there and and talk about or not talk about being character and do that stuff. People love right. that
6: stuff.
4: And and also, when they interview me, I'll have you know, if there's any film interview, I'll go immediately into character. So that's great. So people will want to see more of it. There it's going go. to be a funny film, folks. There's no question about it. If you thought some like it hot was good. This is going to be just as good. There you go.
3: All right. So we got to go. So Dina Dina, Lori thanks, thanks so much. Movie, uh, we like want to make hot. sure we give a shout out to Lori, your incredibly yeah. lovely wife who we love to death. Mm-hmm. And, uh, say, and say hi to Lori for us. No. And thanks for coming in and, and keeping us let, filled let, in.
4: Let Jimmy say hi to Lori. I want you to give her 10 kisses on each cheek. Those are the cheeks on her face. Um, 10 kisses on each cheek. Okay. Hi. Because so she's cute. the sweetest thing in the world. I love her.
3: All right, so My Fred, new best girlfriend. Thank you, Fred. We'll talk to you soon.
4: All guys. Thanks a Take lot. Take care, Fred. We'll see you soon, baby. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Absolutely. Bye-bye. I, think, I love them. they I terrific. love the both of them. They are such wonderful people. You guys are going to really like this movie. We're
3: having a really good time mm-hmm. with it. Ron is terrific in it, plus he looks super hot in his policeman sheriff's outfit. And I'm
4: being so butch and rough and tough like a Brooklyn cop. What an extreme from a tough, butch Brooklyn cop to a jewish woman from forest hills long island
3: i think it's awesome so now we have dean girl which is not dean girl anymore now she's chad l girl she changed her 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 twitter handle why'd so, she do that um because she's she's like runs the chad Lindbergh fan club and so chad l is okay. chad Lindbergh girl now it makes
4: now it makes it where is jazzy Ch- in our f- in our room no where is
3: he? I don't know. We but anyway, we, we want to give a shout hey, Chad, out to Audrey. We haven't heard from
4: you in a long time. Where you at? We're giving a shout out to
3: Audrey right now, not Chad.
4: Oh, okay, we'll <laughs> give it to Audrey too. Hey, Audrey! Audrey, isn't he a pain in the ass? Audrey, come on, give me a break. You know I'm nice. He's such a mean queen.
3: I am such a mean queen. So
4: So, uh let's do a couple. Uh, so again, let's give another
3: one more shout out to then to uh, to because you were telling a story about the weekend. So one shout out to Elsie Macab, Adam Ginsberg. Yeah. For the Macab Fair Film Festival, we had a really good time this past weekend. Um, it was a lot of fun. It's Twitch, Twitch Productions. Ron got to meet Freddy Krueger and Jason and all kinds of weirdo people. And there was this really cool band called Demon Boy. Um, mm-hmm. They were really cool. And I think
4: the whole thing was like a lot of fun. And a makeup artist there, I don't know his name, forgive me, who was sensational. He was doing scarring and all kinds of hatchet wounds on people. Fabulous. I mean, if I didn't know it was, it was was he was doing it, I would have assumed that they had an auto wreck. That's right. Fabulous. I mean, if anybody could get us our name, I'd love to give him a plug. Unfortunately, he never gave me a card, and you know, so many people coming at me all at once, giving me things I I can't. Anyway. Everybody was fascinated,
3: too. We went there and we did a speech on Sunday, like Mm -hmm. a &A. Mm Q&A. Ron was telling all kinds of cool old Hollywood stories. The room was packed. You could hear a pin drop. It was fabulous. We had a blast. So, again, we want to thank everybody at the McCubb Fair Film Festival.
4: And the greatest compliment I got was one of the listeners came up to me and he said, Mr. Russell, I could listen to you talk all night. You are so funny and interesting. And I thought that's what we need to hear. A little bit of bravo for the work that we do. It only makes us want to do it the next time even better.
3: There you go. Um, so everybody too then the Jimmy Star show is host is 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 sponsored by DynaPep. dynapep is the world's first energy micro shop, smaller than a lipstick file. You can call 1-800-DO-DYNAPEP or go to dynapep.com. It doesn't have any sugar so it's great for
4: diabetics. Why? Because it's sugar-free.
3: There you go. And uh, so you can go to dynapep.com follow us on Twitter it's at @dynapep sh- Uh, At Dynapep shots. Dynapep. Oh, look. And there's a cool picture of it up on the screen. Oh,
4: all right. We were getting classy now. Look, Dynapep. Look at that. Long-lasting explosive. There you go. I'm working
1: working on my pictures and my fading.
4: There you go. (laughs) What'd you say? He says he's
3: working on his pictures and his fade out. So, Dynapep, everybody. It's awesome. And it's got...
4: No sugar.
3: No carbs. No
4: crash.
3: Yeah. Dynapep, everybody. So, support them. It definitely, definitely works. Ten hours of energy. Then...
4: Um, one other th- one other thing. Do you oh, love the ahead. Jimmy Star Show behind us? Isn't that beautiful? Well, we I, when I I bought the um what are they called again? Quick.
3: Um yeah, those little letter things. The <laughs> things that you pencil- stencil. Stencils. Stencil.
4: I didn't realize that they don't have le- numbers in them, so I don't have Jimmy Star Show on W4CY. What? There you go. No, I right? told you it was intentional. So next week you will see right over here. <laughs> it'll say Jimmy Star Show on W4CY. Com. Where
3: are we gonna put with Ron Russell? Because I know you want to put that <laughs> oh, on there. Oh, did someplace. you want to do that? I know
4: you want it. Oh, you're forgiven. You can come back to the bedroom tonight. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm okay. What I was actually thinking, oh. we took these great. Pictures. I thought we could do this: the Jimmy Star Show with Ron,
3: uh, big letters all across Jimmy Star, in
4: huh? red. <laughs> Well, I, you
3: know what, Chad? I thought we would do. We took a great picture at the Macabre Fair Film Festival of the two of us together. So if we could write with Ron Russell someplace and then put a picture of the two
4: of us there, and it would well, be fun. we'd have to blow it up and have it done so it doesn't reflect. We'd have to do on a matte finish. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, we could do It'd that. It would be fun. And then like everybody could see us. Oh, but thank you, Jimmy. That is so kind uh, of you. I don't, I don't care if it says that Jimmy start with Juan Russell. Oh, I've only been yelling at you for how many months now to do that. Oh, thank you, Jim. <laughs> that is so sweet. Mm. Chad, see, even when I'm nice, he's a dick. <laughs> no. Do you want me to black out
1: the screen and go to no. song? What's going on there?
4: No. Okay. Every, every time I get him in the car for long drives, I just say... You know, it's really not fair. It's just the Jimmy Starr show. What about Little Old me? Shouldn't it be Jimmy Starr with Ron Russell? And you know what I always say?
3: No, it's my show. No, Shut I up. No, I don't. I say the Johnny Carson's show. Ed McMahon was on every show, but it didn't say the Johnny Carson show with Ed McMahon. Yeah, but Ed
4: McMahon did not hold the show together. Ron Russell does. Oh, God, please. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I read my fan mail. Hello, hello. You have to see the fan. I never show you my fan mail. You know, I don't show you mine because I uh, have 300,000
3: people and you've yeah, got well, like
4: 500. I have 500. I delete. What they write in. Oh, I delete some of his people have written to me. The show's never been better. You're a riot. It is great. We love you and Jimmy together. You guys are funny. I got a you couple to delete the people those. in the chat room. I know who their names and you girls know who you are. You said you love it when Jimmy and I fight and, and tease each other, and I pull his hair and pinch his nose. And so he picked my nose today. That was nice. <laughs> Everybody was going, ooh, yeah I saw that. <laughs> I thought it was great. Did you
1: see that too, Chad? Save some for later. Okay, that's right. We are. I figured
4: he could use it to, you know, glue something together. That's hilarious.
3: So in a few minutes, you guys too, we're gonna have Robert Davi calling in. Mm-hmm. He's got a new album called Davi Sings Sinatra. He's got a phenomenal voice, mm-hmm. and you guys know him as as he played the Bond villain in License to Kill. He's worked with Marlon Brando, Clint Eastwood. He's worked with the biggest names. He's awesome, and he was in The Goonies, which is like my favorite freaking movie. As a well, actually, I know I Jimmy always talks about The, the Goonies. Goonies is like the greatest movie ever. Mm-hmm. Chad, did you ever see The Goonies?
4: Chunk. I there you go, worked. Chunk. Yep. Chunk.
1: <laughs> Chunk like well, chocolate. Well,
4: do, do, do you know who this guy is? What party played?
1: Of course I do. This guy's a badass. A bad guy. Yeah,
3: he's, I don't know. he's a badass. He he's know. been in many he movies. The, he was the Fratelli brother. There was two Fratelli brothers. One. I didn't see
4: the Goonies because I was way too young. Oh, I yes. Was, I wasn't. I didn't hear and he wasn't understanding English. yet. I was learning to speak. I was a child when Goonies came out. I was in rompers.
3: Actually, we should do one other plug, too, you guys. When we were at the Macabre Fair Film Festival this weekend, we met Eileen Dietz, who actually plays... Um, the Linda Blair role in The Exorcist, like for most of the time, because Linda Blair's not really in it that much. Like she is so she's the nice. one who does all the gross stuff. She was super nice. We're gonna have her coming on, I think, in a week or two. She's got a new book called Exercising My Demons." There he is. There you go. The guy right. Who's coming on there a he bit. is. Um, Exercising My Demons and Exorcist Journey to the mm-hmm. an actress's journey to the Exorcist and beyond. So she's going to be coming on soon. And uh, in a minute, we're gonna have Robert Dobby, and we're gonna play some really great Sinatra covers that he has done. And um,
4: And this gal that wrote this book, Exercise, what is it called?
3: Exercising My Demons. Yeah.
4: In the book, she writes about all kinds of stuff that's, you know, Hollywood dish. So read it
3: yeah it 's going to be fun, also, then we should do one other thing uh, while we have time. I have two other plugs that we got to do one, I just want to do one for for Chad l girl who 's Audrey, who used to be Dean girl um, there 's an awesome, awesome uh, fan site for Cat of Nine Tales, one of my favorite bands they 're a monarchy records artist and you can go to cat of nine Tales site dot wordpress dot com also go to cat of nine dot com they 're awesome their new single's going to be coming out in a couple of uh, like probably like six or eight weeks, and the album will be coming out uh Around Halloween, probably, or September. They're awesome. And uh, so we want to give a shout out to Audrey and, and the Cat and Nine fan site. We also want to thank all the Jimmy Star Show syndicates, mm-hmm. starting off with our home station, W4CY. Go to W4CY.com. Follow them on Twitter. It's at W4CY Radio. We want to thank WROM Detroit. Uh, it's WROM Radio in Detroit, WROM Radio.net. Jackalope Radio, it's in Kansas City. Spook Show TV in Indianapolis. Monster FM Radio in New York. It's monsterfmradio.com. The 76th Street Network, which is awesome. They're in Omaha, Nebraska. They got awesome, awesome shows. It's 76thstreetnetwork.com. And now we're also in Washington, D.C. on Bad Tomato FM, and it's badtomato.fm. Um, all the stations are awesome. We appreciate all the support they give the Jimmy Star Show. And,
4: and because Jimmy and I were traveling so much between a Croaker and, of course, the Macaw Festival, we were unable to go to opening night of MAME. At the, the, the Bucks, Bucks, County Bucks County County Playhouse. And I understand it got smashing reviews. And the gal that stars who is playing Mame, her name is?
3: Andrea McArdle.
4: i let Jimmy say because he loves her so I much. I love her. She's
3: fabulous. Yeah, she so, was Annie, you guys. Everybody yeah. doesn't know she was so Annie. So we're
4: going to definitely try to get to it before it closes. And then we'll give you our review on it. But I'm sorry we made we couldn't make opening night.
3: Yeah, we were traveling too much. Yeah,
4: and we're still traveling more. I mean, what's ahead for us? We're never going to be here. We're all over the place. We're in London, L.A., Florida, upstate New York, Connecticut. I mean, we're all in Long Island again. Absolutely. You know, we're trying to bring together all of the artists that we like and let everybody know about them. Because it's a shame today when you have talent and nobody sees it to appreciate it to give you your just due. So we are... I guess I am because, you know, I'm, a, I'm an older gent and I like to promote young people. I
3: thought you just said you were just only like 50. You want to even around fi- for well, the Goonies.
4: 50's older. Okay. I mean, 50's no chicken. No, I, I think of myself as a chicken. I'm no spring. <laughs> no, Grandpa. You know, you're getting up there. I'm, I'm no spring chicken at 50. And you,
3: Daddy, just call me a grandpa. <laughs>
4: well, I wrong. mean, look at it's him. Wrong. Does he look like a young man that's virile and strong and wonderful? looks like an old man. No, no, old goat. He looks young and chipper. Oh, he doesn't. I'm sitting right that's next right. to I him. That's right. I look young and chipper. I'm sitting right next to him. Look, he needs a nose job. If he had his oh, nose geez. lifted like that, That'd he'd be much better. Oh, that's terrible. Then he that's looks better? like a pig. He could marry Miss Piggy. They okay. could have piglets. Look, I think that's he needs hilarious. to be bleached blonde with, with thin eyebrows and big red lipstick.
1: Needs to be, huh?
4: Yeah, with a big beauty mark right there.
1: I don't know Maybe about later. that one.
4: So he could look like a real screaming fairy. <laughs> look, he's got nice teeth, though. I like his teeth. I wish I had his teeth. I have to get me some teeth.
3: That's terrible.
4: <laughs> yeah, my te- my teeth are <laughs> going gray and they're getting <laughs> bad. I really have to get teeth. And Chad's that's- laughing. <laughs> no, that's why when I smile, I smile like this. Wow. I don't. Think- nice lips.
3: Like- <laughs> so we're gonna wait a minute and see if Robert Davi calls. If not, we're gonna actually call him. I'm gonna Chad. I'm gonna text you the phone number, and but don't call him. I just texted him, so we won't call him until. Uh- we see if And I'm waiting, I, you know,
4: I keep forgetting, and poor Lainey Kazan, I adore her, she's the sweetest person in the world, and I've been telling Jimmy, remind me to call Lainey, I want to know what happened with Lainey, if she got the part playing the mother of teenage daughters in a new TV series, and if she did, Lainey's going to come back on and tell us all about it. For those of you who are fans of Lainey like I am, nobody sings like Lainey Kazan.
3: Which actually one of these days well, since I don't think we played her music when she was on what Oh, she's fabulous. So We're going to play it.
4: some of her song. Nobody can hold a note like she can. She's a flute and can she sing and her music is so dreamy and sexy and she's dreamy and sexy for a large girl. She's a very large girl, but she's beautiful and, and has curves. She's very sexy.
3: Actually, Chad, then I sent you a thing. Did you get it?
1: I did. Okay, on does my, on, it have a phone number? It does.
3: Okay, I, I was like thinking how you maybe do what Maybe what we might do is uh, um, uh, play one of his songs, and then we'll talk to him, and then hopefully he'll uh, we'll, we'll play another one afterwards. But maybe we'll play one now, and that way, since uh, we we don't want to run out of time, I want to play them both because they're real short anyway. Does that work for you? You Got it,
1: man. What do you want? to All right, you guys. So what we're gonna to have what?
3: Robert Davi. Let's play witch. Let's play witchcraft. All right. I love um, witchcraft. And before we do it, let me oh, do a little like intro. Witchcraft. So Robert Davi, you guy. Uh, he's awesome. He's worked with Frank Sinatra. Let me, let me sing. I want to like do the I promo. I love that
4: song, Witchcraft. It's a great song. So,
3: I you guys, the name <laughs> of this album is, Davi, is DaviSingSinatra.com. Mm-hmm. You can go to DaviSingSinatra.com for the website. The name of the album is Davi Singh Sinatra. This is a cover of Frank Sinatra's Witchcraft by Robert Davi, and here it
8: goes. <laughs> Those fingers in my hair that's lie. come hither stare strips my conscience bare it's witchcraft And I've got no defense for it. The heat is too intense for it. What good would common sense for it do? Cause it's It is such an ancient pitch But one that I'd never switch There ain't no nicer witch than you It is such an ancient pitch, but one that I've never switched, cause there's no nicer witch than you, than you, than you, ooh, you naughty witch
3: That is hilarious. Chad, everybody in the chat room loves the way you were singing, Ron. They're all making comments how fabulous you are. Ron knew every word, you guys.
4: I did that, sh- That's that pretty did good. that song in my show years ago, except we changed the lyrics a little bit for a woman to sing it, not a man, because I sang it in drag as Jane Russell. It was
3: fabulous. Chad, Chad did you like
4: that?
1: I was laughing Don't the whole that- time. Perfect, Ronnie. Perfect.
4: It was yeah. awesome. I mean, this guy can really, really but sing. And- I sang it, I'm the witch, and everything was about me. <laughs> I'm such an ancient, you know, that was reversed. As more, many of my songs were written to do that, to make me, you know what I mean, I'm tired. It's been a long show. It <laughs> hasn't been a long show. Listen to you.
3: So, Chad, I think oh, we, funny. let's try and call he, him. He,
4: I fight with him all the time. He exhausts me. He's a very mean man, everybody. He ties me up. <laughs> he beats me with, with the whip with broken bottles yeah, on you gotta see it. You got to see what
1: I got somebody calling in right now. Okay, good. Take it when you see it.
4: Okay. Hello, and welcome
3: to the Jimmy Starr Show.
1: Well, thank you for having me. This is this Jimmy Starr?
3: It absolutely is. Is this Robert John Davi?
0: It's Robert John Davi, baby. How you doing?
3: I'm fabulous. Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with
4: our outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. Hey, howdy, howdy, howdy. Are you watching us by any chance?
3: No, he's not. I am he's not. Unselfful. i in mean
4: you missed Come me. On. I I was lip syncing to your fabulous rendition of witchcraft. You did well, <laughs> and I was lip syncing. Well, you know what? I wish I saw that for Pete's <laughs> sake. I hate that I didn't. I did. I lip synced. I like Sunk? that. I, I hope that that happens more often.
6: Absolutely, well, it's I, I've seen people
4: in cars singing along to um, their radio, so I'm sure yes. people will sing along to you. Now I want to put my two no, no, wait, wait. We can't. No, do I that have again. to tell them something. Quiet, quiet. <laughs> I am so sick of today's music, you know, it's so nice to hear your music and your great voice and your beautiful holding of notes and not yodeling like, oh, it's such a pleasure, <laughs> it's such a pleasure, thank you thank you, so you, thank you so much for being mid-century and bringing back the days that I remember when I was a very young boy, thank you, that, you, you know, you may get
0: a, you may, thank you. you, you may get a kick out of something I did, I did a parody, now you got to realize it's a parody, okay, sure, and, uh, what it is, is it's, uh, you know, the Iceman, the film I did, uh, with, uh, with the Michael Shannon and Winona Ryder and James Franco and Chris Evans. And, you know, that came out recently, you know, limited release, uh, the Iceman got good okay. reviews. It's about the serial killer from the mob, you know, Kuklinski, Richard Kuklinski. Anyway,
6: mm-hmm.
0: MTV wanted me to do a, uh, you know, a promo uh, video, you know, they do these funny videos, the next So I did a. The idea I had was because I felt the same way. This is Ron, right? Ron and Jimmy?
4: Yes. Yeah, Ron and Jimmy.
0: Because I felt the same way in terms of the music today. Not that I don't like it, but it's not it's not the Shakespeare of America, which the Great American Songbook is.
4: It doesn't send us like the old songs did.
0: Exactly. So I did a takeoff called Davi versus Cy, Gangland style versus gangnam style. <laughs> And if you go I love it. I love it. I'm if if you go on YouTube. It. If you go on YouTube I, I drop a couple of the F bombs, but I go but I basically say basically in my day would you could you see these cats doing Gangnam style? My guys doing Gangnam style. No, it was gangland style. Two in the back of the F and head. That's what you got. Gangland style. But, I love but, it. but 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 check out that YouTube. It's very funny. It's very funny.
4: You're funny. So are you from Brooklyn?
0: Well, originally, I'm from Astoria, Queens.
4: Oh, go away. I'm from Astoria, too. I lived on 11th Street and 34th Avenue in Ravenswood.
0: Oh, I know Ravenswood, of course, all of that. Right across the street from
4: from Sereno's Garage.
0: Well, I was five when we moved to Long Island, Dix Hills, Deer Park.
4: When I was was born in
0: Astoria, (laughs) I was...
4: Where did you live? Where did you live in Astoria?
0: I lived, uh, what was it, 31, 31, 29th Street.
4: Christ, you were my neighbor, practically. And hang on, used hang, to be hang Walk- on, hang
3: on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, did you ever,
4: on, wait, sh- no, we're talking good know, stuff wait here. A no, I don't want to hear you. Goodbye. Did you know Chris Walken? I know Chris Walken. I used to ride the BMT home with him at night. And his mother owned oh, Walken's course. Bakery on the corner of, of Broadway. They and the Walken's
0: 30-foot? Bakery used to bring my yeah. Uncle Ran, Nears Golden Pheasant, and Cardinal Room.
4: There now you have to be Are you Greek or Italian?
0: I'm Italian, but the Greeks owned it.
4: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm Italian, too.
0: And did you know... Did
4: did you go to, ever go to Chris's brother's nightclub, the Mafia hangout, right down on Broadway?
0: <laughs> I you know, you know, I did because I was five and I left town. You know. Oh,
4: I, well, no, I was. I lived there till I was, uh, till I I moved out. I I moved there till I was 19 years old. I lived in Astoria, but this is many years before you were born.
3: All right, hang on, stop one second. I love him. I'm All not right.
4: stopping. Are you I crazy?
3: Know, He's uh, a comrade, Robert of mine. Davi. First, I want to introduce you to the man behind oh. the boards, Chad Murphy. Chad, say hello to Robert Davi.
1: Robert Davi, pleasure to have you.
0: Dad, thank you for having me. Thank you for being behind the board. So you like The Wizard of Oz? Is that
1: it? I'm nice, he is. nice and safe back here.
4: That he makes right. us all sound so good, and he edits out our dirty words. He's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really rough too. <laughs> then we Lots have a chat
3: work. room full of people, and I would just be great for you to say to everybody in the chat room.
0: Hey, everybody in the chat room, how are you? Welcome aboard.
3: There you go. I think, uh, and then okay, so then the
4: next thing I want to do. Oh, no, you're not doing anything. I've got to ask Bobby a few more questions. Bobby, <laughs> Bobby what now. year did you leave Astoria?
0: Oh, geez, that was 19, you know, that was in the early 60s.
4: So did you ever go to Astoria Pool?
0: When I was a kid.
4: I loved it. It was like. Remember, our, five years old. <laughs> it was our Riviera. I mean, now, Astoria Pool. You was said great.
0: Ravenswood, my grandmother, my Sicilian yeah. grandmother and grandfather, yeah. They lived in Ravenswood there. It was Rainy Park we used to go there.
4: That's where I lived, right around the corner from Rainy Park, off of 34th There Avenue. used
0: to be a candy store over there. Yes, yes, I, I
4: used to eat there. My, it was called Pops. Was Pop's, Pops Candy Store candy on 10th store. Street, On Tenth Street, right across the street from what used to be PS83 Elementary School. Right.
0: My, my grandmother and grandfather lived there, the Sicilian side people. The other people... What were their they, last we names?
4: A, what were their last names?
0: Davi. Davi. Yeah, Davi. The D A V I.
4: Davi. Oh, just like you, Davi. Oh. As a
0: matter of fact, my aunt, my, uh, Jimmy J- James, my Vin- James Vincent, was my father's brother. My father was Salvatore. He had sisters, Vivian, Lily, and he had a brother, Stevie, and a brother, uh, Jimmy, and then um, aunt, my, my aunt, Annie.
6: How old Annie was
0: died, Lily? Uh, Lily died. Lily died, 80s, probably, you know. She died, but Aunt Annie was only in her... Would have been sixty, maybe or something. She died in nine eleven. It was her birthday, September eleventh, two thousand and one. And she worked in the trade center. And she went. Oh
4: God, you're kidding! To birthday
0: me. party, and she died in the building. That oh. was the last relative of my father's family.
4: What a tragic story. Oh. So I want to tell you something then That's too. And you know the
0: Riccobonies? Ever hear of the Riccobonies?
4: I know Riccoboni. What are you talking about? I know the whole family. There was a thousand of them.
0: John Riccaboni.
4: Yeah, there was also Bobby, Bobby Riccoboni. There was a uh, uh, Fred. No, no, what the hell was the other one? Riccoboni, yeah. Mario, Mario Riccoboni. He lived on 10th Street.
0: I don't know them, but the, the John Riccoboni <laughs> married my Aunt Annie.
4: I know John Riccoboni. My cousin he, Bertha knows John Riccoboni. You know why? She went out with why? him.
0: Why? She went out with No him. kidding.
4: I'm not kidding.
0: He had a, he had a, he had a, a, a wedding
4: band. Well, this. Listen, I can't give away my age because they'll never hire me. But my cousin Bertha is seventy-one.
0: God bless her.
4: So let's go back. We're going back to television. That would have been.
0: That would have been. That would have probably been. That. Yeah, he would have probably been over there. Yeah,
4: John Riccoboni. I'm telling you, I think she was almost going to get engaged. My cousin Bertha looked like Jane Russell. She's the most gorgeous thing in the world. We used to hang out at Chappies down on Grand, Grand Avenue on Twenty First Street, and every all the guys in Chappies used to go nuts over her. They all wanted to date her. Oh, I remember. I remember, remember, that. I remember Phil's yeah. Belly on
0: Steinway. Phil's Belly, and then I remember Angelo's Pizza.
4: Yeah, Angelo's pizza. pizza. You don't remember Diamonds on Steinway, where we used to get all our pistol pocket pants with saddle stitching? God, I'm giving. I don't know. Maybe, the,
0: maybe I did. Maybe. I, no, I don't. You're, I, you're I, much I don't
4: know. No. Bobby, you're much younger than I am, way much younger. So let's go into yeah, this, though, because one thing... I think one you're one... Shut up. I, I mean, I, I do this with Chris Walken. Every time I see Chris, all we do is we talk about a I story. I but I
3: want to, like... He doesn't know anything about you, and I was going to, like, fill him in a little bit. Oh, hell yeah. A, yeah, let's, let, right.
0: Jimmy, let Jimmy fill me in. Come on, Jimmy. Me fill me in. in.
3: Okay, so so Ron had a show in, in uh, California. It was called Set the Record Straight, and it was on Time Warner. It was a talk show where he interviewed all... The reason he loves your music so much is he interviewed all the Hollywood legends. Jane mm-hmm. Russell was one of his best friends. He interviewed... Hunter Cloris leachman I don't know who are all the people Arlene are like-
4: Dahl, Chris, uh, uh, um Oh, what the hell was he? He just died, too. Tippy uh, Hedren. Tippy Hedren. Uh,
3: anyway, well, I mean, all the legends of Hollywood. And uh, so he loves the music. And when I played the music for him before, he was like loving every bit of it. Um, and, I, and I I, and so that gives you kind of like an introduction because you guys. No, but you
4: know what I love? The music we know, but the voice. People today cannot duplicate his voice. They try and they sound like crap. He sounds like the real McCoy. I, f- I could have closed my eyes and I was dancing at Malcomo Confraternity Wednesday night with one of my girlfriends. That's how I feel. <laughs> My eyes were closed. I was swooning with you. You have a great voice.
3: Well, actually, Thank you, you studied. so much. Thank you. You studied opera, though, originally, didn't you?
4: Sure, it's Italian.
0: I studied opera in Florence, Italy, and uh, you know, uh, and then I studied at Juilliard with Dan Farrow and then in Manhattan Patton with Samuel Marvel, Lisa to Robert Merrill. And the reason why the, the the see most most singers, I guess, crooners or the the, the modern day guys. They, they go to the records, or they, you know, some of them, and then they do this R&B kind of falsetto thing. Sinatra studied opera. He was the first guy to bring, really, the classical sound to popular music, and that was the depth of his tone and the emotional, the bel canto technique. And uh, I did my first film with Sinatra, and we had many conversations about, about the voice. He also was a guy that um, uh, loved classical music. His, mm-hmm. He would we he had a huge mm-hmm. classical music. So all of those uh, that that aspect, you know, and not understanding and sensibility to music, the history to music, uh, uh, helped formate what his Picasso West contribution mm-hmm. to the great American songbook. You know,
4: well Beryl Davis, do you know the name Beryl Davis. She's a very good friend of mine. She just passed away from Alzheimer's, which is a sin. She was on the I forgot. There's the Benny Goodman show back in the early '40s with Frank, and she sang with Frank every week. And she said that Frank Sinatra was one of the most generous people to ever work with, that he thought about her and he was interested in her and how she sang. And and he's a a worker. She said the only thing he didn't like to do was get there on time or rehearse anything. He was one of these guys that liked to do it, you know, from the top. Uh, Jane Russell knew Frank very well because she made a movie with him and she also said Frank was a great guy. Uh, Peggy Lee who I never got to meet really well. I uh, loved Frank Sinatra. So Frank has a good record of being kind to the workers. Of course, he wasn't... Oh, so- he
0: was. I did, I did my first film with him in 1977. Was he generous to you, too? Absolutely, and over the years, absolutely.
4: He just hated studio heads and people with power. He used to rip them down and spit them out. <laughs> no, he hated them. He really did. He hated producers, directors, and, and the big movie moguls. He used to want to shoot them. And, you know, they well, say... Well, you know, Frank- the
0: funny story... I- I'll give you a quick little story here about mm-hmm. Harry Cohn. Harry that Cohn, bastard. who ran MGM, remember?
4: He was no good.
0: Harry Cohn <laughs> was actually a song plugger back in the day. And he would give songs to Sinatra. And Sinatra really never picked any of his songs. So cut to 20-some-odd years later, or whatever it is. And Harry Cohn now is the head of Columbia, or whoever he was the head of. He was the head of Columbia, I believe and yeah, he, uh, was, he was Sinatra wanted to do from here to eternity well that was the one of the reasons why Harry Cohn gave Sinatra such a hard time in terms of getting that part because there was a little bit of that thing in when he was a song plug
4: well Sinatra, Sinatra
0: never took his his music
4: didn't he screw Colin good because look what he did. He got the Academy Award for it. But Frank Sinatra well, was, Frank Sinatra, they say, was in the mafia. Let's put it this way. Everybody, look, growing up in Astoria, and I'm originally from Brooklyn. I mean, my best friend, Tommy, his father was called Jimmy the Skull. He was a bookie. I mean, you know, Lainey Kazan, her father was a bookie. Everybody we know was a bookie. Let me tell
0: you a story. Let me tell you a story. I My, my last name ends in a vowel. It's Daffy. So Several years ago, in 1988, 1990 or so, I'm doing a film with Kathy Moriarty we're putting together with Hemdale,
4: She's a riot, I love her.
0: (laughs) A movie called The Shark about a lone shark and a chorus girl in Vegas that fall in love. It would have been my Marty. Beautiful little story.
4: Where is it? What's the title?
0: It was called The Shark. We never made the film. I'm going to tell you the story. Oh,
4: you didn't make it? Crap.
0: No. So, long story short, I meet in Beverly Hills at Cafe Roma. Somebody introduces me to a guy that supposedly has a film fund, a film finance fund that he has. I'm not going to tell you where and who and what.
4: I probably anyway, know
0: already. <laughs> the whole film finance fund leads to, I said, with some guy out of Boston, leads to me going before the grand jury, having to talk, uh, uh, totally innocent, because I tell him I, I, I just need the director and the producer, But the other funny part of the story was, I get put a couple of years after that, uh, uh, the LA Times Magazine section does a story, and it says The Mob Goes to Hollywood. (laughs) This is a Sunday edition of the L.A. Magazine section, and my mug is on the front page of the L.A. Magazine section, The Mob Goes to Hollywood. Now, I did my first film with Sinatra. I then do the Bond film with Mm. Cubby Broccoli. Mm. I'm an Italian friggin' kid.
4: Let's kiss your ring. Before you
0: know it, they were kissing my ring till today. (laughs) Till today, the ring gets kissed. And people still think. Bobby. And it's, it's so bullshitty, it's funny.
4: Well, they think Italian mafia right away. I'm the furthest thing from mafia. Bobby, I really like you a lot. I want you to come back on the show. Will you come back on? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> We're not
3: done yet. We have 10 minutes. No, I
4: don't care. I love your Astoria <laughs> accent because everybody hears my Astoria accent. I love your accent. I First of all, I love you as an actor. Anyway, I mean, you're one hell of an actor. You're a scary son of a bitch. But, I mean, you can do it. when you. I do played it,
0: a good really guy can. in Profiler. I was good in Profiler.
4: One movie. You know, I'm playing a sheriff in, in my film, and I'm really not a sheriff. No, no, so. no.
0: Profiler was, was uh, what, you did one movie, you said?
4: Oh, he's got a movie no, that he's No, my movie, he's filming I'm filming right now. right now called Croker. I play a sheriff. I'm the furthest thing from oh. a sheriff, so it's a stretch. You know, like I said before, my daughter said, Daddy, for the first time, you'll be in the front of the squad car, not the back.
0: Well, that's a good thing. No, I, I did Profiler for four and a half years on NBC, 88 episodes
4: right it right, was the head right. Of the FBI: yeah it's a
0: very good show
4: i remember jimmy wants to talk I saved said a it.
0: lot of lives
4: I, I, I want to talk because I have wait, a whole let, let me say goodbye to Bobby I'm going to give goodbye. it to Jimmy now because he's having a friggin I'm having in. a
3: heart attack because like 50 people sent me things that they want to hear about and I haven't talked about any I of them got, and we have to play his music I think
4: he's so interesting <laughs> he and, is interesting and he's from Astoria and you know what he's a regular guy he's a real person he's not one of these Hollywood bullshit artists darling let's do lunch I hate those bastards I want to shoot them
3: I have I have to just talk about I have two movies I want to talk about We and then we have to talk about the record because the record uh, is everybody's so everybody's going to buy it because we want everybody to buy it but Betcha. the first thing I want to like just bring up because I'm a child of the 80s and uh and for me the Goonies is like the greatest like movie ever. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the chat room your your press release got thousands of hits and everybody sent messages about Goonies. So I just want you to say something cool about Goonies. You had a good time. I mean it's such a <laughs> iconic family film. It's probably one of the most iconic family films next to ET like of all time. Uh yeah. uh so, so well, just, pl- Yeah, tell us something about the Goonies.
0: Well, Goonies was a was a real kick to make. It was a lot of fun, and uh, I'll give them uh, Spielberg, Dick Donner, Frank Marshall, and Kathleen Kennedy, and Chris Columbus were all involved in Goonies.
8: Which is uh, awesome. Dick Donner
0: being the director, Steven Spielberg the producer, and he also did second unit shooting, and mm-hmm. uh, all the kids there, you know, from Josh Brolin to uh, Sean Astin to the, the kids, Corey Feldman, and everybody, and the. Jeff, uh, they were all terrific kids. And, Absolutely. Uh, uh, anyway, and we had a lot of fun filming on that. Except, it kept uh, they saw the natural uh, chemistry between Joe Pantoliano and myself, which was funny. And uh, I wanted to. I knew I was in this film with kids, right? And they always say, "Don't act opposite kids and animals." That's right. Right. So I had. I had to do something with the character uh, that kind of made him... I wanted my character, Jake Fratelli, to be a big kid. So I did a couple of things. I asked the director, I said to Dick Donner. First, I changed my wardrobe. They had me in something else, and I said I'd like to wear a wardrobe thing, and Dick was very open. And then the opera singing. That was never in the screenplay. And I said I'd like to make this guy a frustrated opera singer, and the only time he can sing... The only person who listened to him is his brother Sloth in the basement when he's feeding him. And I go in this one particular time they have Sloth screaming for the food and not listening to me and then that propels me to, to fling the food at him out of frustration. <laughs> because the way it was written the way it was written I was just sadistically coming in and putting the, 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 the food down and then as he went to reach it, I just moved it away with my foot. I said, that's just so statistic and there's no nothing there, you know. So I made this whole thing. I want to give a concert to my brother and he would listen and I would feed him. And that didn't work out. The other thing I said to the mother was, uh, and they liked that, and then they kept it as a motif in the film. And then the other thing I said to Ann Ramsey, I said, look, every time I say something, slap me. I don't care what it is, just slap me. <laughs>
3: I think that's I fabulous. Says, why, why would I want to
0: stop you? I says because, uh, look, we're going to threaten these kids. I says I want to take a little bit of that off. And, and, and uh, Jake is a big kid himself, you know? And uh, so, so that was fun to, to kind of be able to improvise a lot of that. And we, had a, we had a blast.
3: I, I want to also just say too, because like I think it's how fabulous it is that you've been in like every major TV show from the '80s till now. I have like guilty pleasure movies. I'm pretty good friends with Christy Swanson, so I just want to like tell everybody: if you want a guilty pleasure movie, everybody should go see Swamp Shark. Not a great movie, oh, but a, a lot of fun.
0: Christy <laughs> is a it's a that's uh, a real that's a real calamari eating uh, movie. Yes, <laughs> I would say popcorn eating, but
3: it was fun and then uh, hold on I'm not done I'm oh, almost oh, done I'm almost done. done here's okay, my last sorry. thing no because like you know nowadays we have we have actors and we have singers but we don't have a whole lot of people who are actually entertainers so I just want to say like kudos to you like you're an actual entertainer you're you know you're a quadruple threat everything you do you do fabulous you have this new album Davi Sing Sinatra everybody can go to Davi to actually see the website you can go on iTunes and Amazon and all the download sites to get it
4: We're going to play one more song with it in a second, but Ron's going to talk first. Bobby, in the winter, I'm shooting my show, Set the Record Straight, where I interview great Hollywood legends and stars. I would like to invite you on my show. So if you you would like to, I go all over the country. It's a very good show. It's a different show. It's more or less what we were just talking about, who you are, where you're from. These things interest people. You know, you could plug a movie for just so long. People get bored with it. But the minute they find out that you're a nice guy, you're from a neighborhood, and you're a good man, they love you the more, and they go see your movie better. So I just want to tell you, you've been terrific to talk to. I love you. You're my neighbor, Pazano, and I love your accent because you sound like me. And (laughs) uh, and, and now for sure, I will never, ever miss a movie of yours, and I hope one day to work with you. So that's it for me, Bobby. You're a terrific guy. I
0: appreciate that, and I hope you come to see the show when I'm in a vicinity near you, because I think you'd be quite surprised. Oh,
4: you're, on, you're on tour? He, well, he yeah, books Yeah, been,
0: yeah I'm, I'm booking shows here and there. I'll be in Connecticut in April, I mean we, October.
4: Are you I'll coming to in, Philadelphia? A, are you New York, Philadelphia, uh, at, or Connecticut?
0: We're working on the Connecticut. I'll be there Octo- October. In October, I'll be in Connecticut at the Richfield Playhouse. We'll be you there. You can get tickets now.
4: We'll be there. I'll see you in the and green room. <laughs>
0: Please, and then the, in, in September I'll be at the Orleans with Don Rickles. The end of September. So,
4: oh, that's awesome! So, are you heading to, going into New York anywhere?
0: I have, yes. We're we're working on that now. Right now, I've got a, I'm getting a, a star next week. On the Italian Walk of Fame in Toronto, they're giving me a star. Congratulations!
4: Have su- they have such a thing. That's great. Congratulations! Yeah, congratulations to you, Bravo, Yeah, they got bravo. Dean Martin
0: and the Phil Rizou- Phil Esposito, and uh, uh, I mean, uh, so you know, I mean, it's it's quite a.
4: What company? In the heart of Little
0: in? Italy, they do it.
4: Well, you're in the, you're in some company, buddy.
0: Yeah, and then mind? I go to uh, then I and go then... to uh, Moscow to film. And then I'm you doing know, a movie we, with James Franco in the summertime and uh, another amazing. film with Danny A., who's in amazing. The Iceman.
3: Actually, though, I want to thank you, too, then, for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. I've always been a huge fan. I really do. I, I think it's so amazing, like, how well you sing. Ron freaking like, loves it. He's yeah. going to tell you that I have to go download all the songs and put them in his
4: car. Def, def, <laughs> well, you know, I don't want that rap crap. I don't care for it. It stinks. I want to sing along. I want to hear nice music. Guy's got a great voice. His music is good. So you know, we
3: want everybody to get Davi Sing
4: Sinatra on iTunes, and, uh, and I have all white right. hair. So I have a, I drive a convertible. I have white hair. When the people next right. to hear this music, they'll say, "Ah, oh, it's an old man with his old music." Fine, there were no.
0: can I tell you something? Do you yes. know how many young kids come to my shows?
4: Tons in their twenties. Tons. Yes,
0: I'm telling. Yes. When I did the Venetian, I headlined the Venetian in Vegas. There was couples that that flew in from like uh, Seattle and the Utah right. on their honeymoon.
4: You tell them, buddy, to come that's see funny. the
0: show because the Goonies and stuff like that—they, they, uh, they—they—but but they love the music. When they hear, once people are exposed to the film, to the music, and the live performance, uh, that's that's uh, you know, uh, like I say, it's a Shakespeare Bobby, of America. can I tell you it's something? Thankful.
4: I had lunch a long time ago at Lauren Bacall in New York. And I was talking, you know, I promote all the old films like Robert Osborne does. I'm constantly telling people, watch these films. They're great films. And Lauren said to me, Ron, the film is only old after you've seen it. And I'm saying the same thing about this music. This music is only old after you've heard it. But if you haven't heard it, it's new music.
0: It's new music. And I say that. As Humphrey Bogart. You were with Lauren. I hope you didn't do anything nasty to her.
4: No, I love I'd be her. I'm very upset
0: no. there. I'll tell
4: no, you Laura, right now. No, we would not all going to chin back. All the gin joints in all the world, I hope you didn't go there. No, Lauren and I were knocking them back. We had a good lunch.
3: <laughs> also, too, then, if you guys want to follow Robert John Davi on Twitter, you can follow him. It's at Robert John Davi. He's on Twitter. It's actually him, because otherwise we would have never gotten him on the show. So and he's a, him. And,
4: and just listening to him, I know this man's got heart and soul. He's a true Italian, and he loves what he does, and he loves music. And you know what? It's going to show, and you're going to hear it. In his record, so please go out and buy whatever he's got. Make his hard effort work worthwhile to him. Okay?
3: Absolutely. And we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. We're definitely going to stay in touch anytime you've got anything. I you want to be back. Bobby's yeah. got
4: to come back. Bobby, Any- promise me now on the air. Otherwise, I'll sue you. <laughs> come on, prom- <laughs> no, I'll promise. come back. I absolutely will. promise me. Yeah. Bro- when you, I have- promise you. You know, when I you come back, you. listen, listen to me, baby, come back in October right before your show and we'll promo the hell out of it to get a lot of people up to Connecticut to buy your tickets and go see you. I guarantee I'm going to yeah. have everybody. Thank you, guys. That works
0: Absolutely.
4: So th- I'll bring Lainey Kazan with me.
3: So thank you so and much Lainey for coming
0: Dazal. on. Lainey Goodall. I did a, I did I a play with her. her. Love her. Lainey she's is a dog. We I actually had
3: her, her on the show like two months yeah. ago. We had her she's, on the show.
4: She's uh-huh. my angel. I love and adore Lainey. She's my bud. Yeah. I absolutely. Yeah.
3: So we want to thank you for coming on the show. Good luck with Davi Singh Sinatra and all. Congratulations on your incredible career. Yes. And we are definitely going to stay in touch. Good luck uh, going for the Italian Walk of Fame mm-hmm. next week. And uh, enjoy yourself. And thanks so much for coming. I'll also be in New show. York
0: on a charity, the Big Daddy Golf Tournament, Golf Classic in New York on Long Island for children with aneurysms children's oh, cool. that's terrific uh, that's when, june
4: when, when 24th. Is that june 24th, june, that's june
0: 24th. 24th. they're honoring oh. michael strahan and it's a big event on long island and uh, that's the big daddy golf classic and it's uh, june 24th people should get tickets and uh, that's going to be right on long island right in huntington in my old turf there i, know, huntington. A great I, used, to, I
4: used to live in garden city and satauka cool listen bobby yeah. and i want everybody out there that's italian do me a favor, Paisani, buy this album or you're not Italian. You're a disgraziato. Proprio disgraziati. Capito?
6: Grazie,
4: Italiano. All right. <inaudible> <inaudible> alright, thank you so much. I love it. so What are you crazy? I never met anybody from Astoria. Robert, thank, okay, thank you so uh, much uh, for uh, coming on the show. We'll
3: be in touch. And thanks so much and good luck with everything. Thanks, Jimmy. Take care.
0: Take care. God
3: bless you so much, babe. Bye bye. Chad, how was that?
4: He is That's phenomenal. Cool. I, th- I love this guy. He is absolutely, cool. I want to hang out with him. He'd be his buddy. He is like real people, babe. Let me tell you. From you guys
3: st- got to go get his album. I really wanted to play Two yeah. Marvelous for
4: Words," but we don't have time. No, we're going to um, play it next week. We don't need him on the air to play his music. We'll play it all the time. He's a great guy. <laughs> He's from his family. He's friend. my neighbor. He's my paisana. What are you, crazy? Yes, sir, see he's those like songs. Probably, in he's the probably thing. my cousin from somewhere. We want to thank everybody, too, in the chat room. We had a great time. Robert Davi is awesome. Like, awesome is so the word. iconic. He's I can't. I'm super, so happy. Super awesome actor, terrific guy, good singer, great singer, picks good music. He's a definite. And you, and, your and you were like, had the biggest I am smile in my friggin' face. glory right now. <laughs> you know, I haven't heard the Astoria accent. I only want to talk to my bro- cousin Bertha. But this guy is just such a terrific guy. He plays with you. He's warm. He's gentle. He's strong. He's a good actor. Wow. He's the kind of people that I want to be friends with in my business. Half of them are a bunch of crackpot assholes. I don't even want to be friends with them.
3: Guys, for tuning in next week, we've got actor Paul Sorvino coming yeah, up. Yeah, another
4: Ginzo. I Genzo. love it. And
3: we also <laughs> got Hart- <laughs> Hartley it's going to be great Ginger Iris chat room Dean Girl everybody Sherry Emily everybody thanks so much for tuning in Fred Croker we'll see you guys later Chad thank you so much you're thanks, a freaking Chad. rock star thank Roger Chad. that all right everybody
6: see
2: you, see you next week folks <laughs> MC. you can't trust me, big up the girls and take the party, let's get down to crazy Jimmy, big up myself and all as be the one and only, the Turkish MC always love like the clothes of Jimmy bitch, punk, your wanna wanna be Jimmy stars, new celebrity we'll take you out to Jimmy stars, he'll dress you right, you'll feel like